I want to go on a rant here. What the hell does rant mean? Welcome to the first ever episode of This That Rant. Technically the second episode, but this is our first real episode. How did you like the intro I came up with? I love that. And this is, you know, last week was like the pilot episode. We yeah. actually got picked up. People actually listened. Yeah. So we're decided we're actually going to do it again. More than one person listened. So we're, uh, we got picked up. And uh, my wife didn't listen, though. So that's a little. I mean, I don't blame her. She has to deal with you every day. So she at least follows us on Instagram now. I know. That's good. So I appreciated that. And we do have an Instagram. It's this, that rant. So there we go. Good plug. Good we job. probably should come up with like a, a nickname for our listeners, like the rant pack, kind of like a throw on the rat pack or something. I don't know. See, now I have to sit here and think this is going to be, this is going to stall the show. We should but, give that some thought or have our listeners tell us what they want to be called. Yeah, that's like true. Douches who listen to losers. This is like, a, very, I don't know what they want. a very listener friendly podcast. We'll take ideas and uh, of what we want to talk about. But basically it's a podcast that's centered, I guess, centered around sports and wrestling, but it's not just sports and wrestling. It's, you know, true crime stuff. I, I'm inspired by uh, what's his name? Mikey making a murderer or true crimer. True crime. That guy. So I'll have stories of like, terrible deaths and then terrible crime stories talk about uh like uh politics a little bit of politics because that can get that can get nasty um but it's a lot of sports focused and basically anything that happens in the world really Remy's gonna lead a segment called covidiots we're gonna talk about his favorite thing just people who uh, are anti-vax and all that stuff and spoiler alert it's aaron Rodgers again or literally anything you could possibly think of we'll probably talk about um I had like an idea if I wanted this intro to go. And then once you're actually recording, I have no idea what to say anymore. It's basically it, right? It's just a sort of a, it's this, it's that. It's, it's, it's Maybe everything. Maybe rant. Who knows? We're not, yeah. no rant is guaranteed, but if it happens, so be like, it. I was, I came up with that intro, like in the car, I was just, I don't know why. Cause that's for like family guy season, like two, three, like early family guy before uh, they got canceled. We're going to get pulled down for copyright from Seth MacFarlane. I, I I don't think you can I don't think you can copyright just an audio clip from that. I, Seth, I spliced, we're better than Tucker Carlson. That's true. I spliced those together, so hopefully it seemed uh, it was seamless. Because did you have to you, Google what splice meant before you actually spliced it? No, because I have I have I, I could go on a rant right now just about Audacity because I had the the old version, so it would only convert to a, like a wave file instead of an MP3. And then I can't I have to set up it on my phone because I have a bunch of sounds that I wanted to play during the show. <laughs> But when I hit play one, it'll go through the entire sound clip, like everything I have on my phone. It won't just stop after one. So I had to like make it I don't, like one playlist just for that one song. So it wouldn't start continuing to say random shit. Like I just wanted it to do that as our intro every week. Dennis Miller goes into Peter and then we start the show. But Audacity was being a pain in the ass. I couldn't save it. It took me way too long to do a simple edit, uh, uh, edit but we got it. So we have our intro. So this is where we're going to know that I'm a technological novice. You, I, I am lost since you said I could go on a rant about this and like wave and like, hi, I can wave. Like, you don't know what a wave format, no. like MP3, MP4. And it was, I just had to update the version of Audacity. So I like, I'll put the whole, I don't want to go on a rant here. Then he goes on his rant and then it's Peter at the end. I cut out the middle, spliced them together. And then it's one clip. So that's Someone our, at work told me to send them something in a JPEG and I had to Google what JPEG meant. I know. How do you not know what a JPEG is? That's like the standard picture file. We're lucky I know how to tie my shoes, but I also use the two bunny ears instead of loop, swoop, and pull. So I don't even know how to do that. I wore Velcro until I was like like 17. You know what a GIF is? Really pronounced GIF, but GIF sounds better. The peanut butter? No, like like it's a picture, but it's like the video. Yeah. And then like those things are like, what are they, mames? Yeah, it's called a mame. Thanks, Amir. (laughs) 
So basically, I'm trying to open up my web browser because I have like a bunch of tabs open. Basically, no, that's I closed that because I need we're we're running stuff on my computer, so I have to have it as optimized as possible. But I got I, unusual, I, I can see those little boys in the uh, reflection of your glasses. If you wish, I got the unusual deaths pulled up. I got the the uh, disgusting crime articles pulled up. I got a bunch of uh, like this or that questions, a bunch of would you rather's, and then a bunch of sports stuff. But we I think wanna... I have the ultimate. I think I have the ultimate would you rather for you. Oh, wow. All right. Well, we'll get into that at some point, but I, I don't want to pigeonhole this as just sports. So like if you happen to be a random person who listens to this somehow and you're like, oh, I don't watch sports. It's, it's more than that. I mean, it's focused on sports. Like we're going to start with sports, but it's more than just that. So with that, do you want to start with uh, the ridiculous world of the NFL? Yeah, the NFL last week and even yesterday. I mean, I don't know. Okay, like yesterday, how, how do the Dolphins beat the Ravens? I know it's a Thursday night game, but how do the Dolphins beat the Ravens? I just, I, I don't get it. Well, I woke up this morning and realized I parlayed the, um, the what's it called? The, the Ravens with the Cowboys. So already lost that parlay. So that's nice. I need to stop betting on sports. Why would you bet on the Cowboys after they're horrible? Because they're not going to, they're not, no, they're, no good team does that twice in a row. They're going to destroy the Falcons. Like the eight, Point spread. But can, was, can we call the I think Cowboys it was, a good team? Yeah, I think it was nine and a half when I bet on it. There's no way they're gonna they're gonna destroy the Falcons. They don't. I have, think it's down. I think it's eight. Now, now. We have nobody on defense. We just lost Randy matter. Gregory for at least three weeks. It doesn't matter. The Falcons just throw to random guys that I've never heard of, like Zacchaeus or Zacchaeus or whatever his name is. Like I don't. So just we'll uh, go YWC football podcast talk, whatever it's called. And I just had a brain fart with YWC football talk and just go down the week. Just do the crazy games. Like we can talk about the Giants, how they actually somehow won. Well, one the thing that's crazy to me, like we'll get into it obviously, like the favorites last week were awful. Each of the seven biggest favorites failed to cover on Sunday. How many of them lost? Well, we'll have to look at that. At you, just... but of the the underdogs covered in nine of twelve games. Oh, we already we didn't have a single technological issue last week, and all of a sudden we have one. You just froze and then went very weird. Am I back now? That's not a good, you, you were talking, I, I heard you, but then all of a sudden the video froze and then everything you said came out at once. Maybe I had a mini stroke. So that's so, it's not good. The underdogs covered nine of 12 games last week. Jeez. Just the Texans at plus four and a half, Panthers plus three, and the Eagles plus one and a half failed to cover. The Eagles couldn't cover one and a half. Well, the Eagles got their butts kicked. They yes, tied they, the game, but then they lost because they suck. Which is good. And uh, I think th- probably the biggest surprise to me, I mean, outside of Dallas blowing it and all these underdogs, the Titans' absolute domination of the Rams was the most surprising. You lose Derrick You don't Henry. think the Jags were? I mean... That's more surprising. I'm surprised by the Titans, but I think the Jags slightly more. But I don't understand the Titans. They didn't even throw the ball that much. They didn't run the ball that much. And all of a sudden, their defense is good. Yeah, their defense just out of nowhere just Makes dominated. No Did Matthew Stafford forget that he's on the Rams? Like, I'm a lion this week. Like, like I don't, it doesn't make any sense. And then the whole the Bills. Yeah, the Bills. I is that just playing down to your competition? Like you you slept walk it's over. The Manning this curse. Week. Oh, yeah, Man, the Manning cast curse. The Manning cast curse. Every single person that goes on the next week they play, they lose. But you never expected Josh Allen to destroy Josh Allen, did you? Josh Allen fucks Josh Allen. In my wildest dreams, I could have never imagined that Josh Allen would get fucked by Josh Allen. 
especially like the way that happened, the defensive Josh Allen fucked the offensive Josh Allen. You think if it was going to happen, it'd be offense just I don't, stiff arming him into oblivion or something. Seems like fantasy wise, at least everyone's playing down. Nobody's even close to this. Like Stefan Diggs is like on pace to just be horrendous compared to what he was last year. It's I don't get it. And Kyler started off hot and he's really cool. He doesn't run. They don't, he doesn't run that much anymore. So like he had some great throwing weeks and fantasy wise, he was out of this world. And now he's just like not putting it up when your quarterback's putting up like 12 points, you're pretty screwed. Oh, completely. And you know, the, the bills losing to the Jags last week, you know, normally it's like, Oh, you know, they were looking past their competition because of their next game because they're playing somebody good. They're playing the freaking jets. So it's not like you're looking past the Jags. Like, Oh, that jets game is going to be tough. And I don't you're 12 know. point favorites still after losing know. to the Jags, you're still 12 point favorites. I don't know what to expect. Do you think they would come out and be pissed and just destroy the jets? But like, I don't know. That's why I got to stay away from betting. I have no idea. You just can't predict the NFL this year. It makes no sense. The Bengals who were probably the best team in the, the AFC for like six AFC days. For, yep. For like a minute. And then the Browns just absolutely destroy them. They look horrendous. So I, I don't even know who's good. Maybe the post life, uh, the the post OBJ life for Baker Mayfield is going to be putting up forty points a game. What about post Malone? I hate you. I'm trying to look at the scoreboard for last week. All right, what other ridiculous games were there? We well, mind. I mean, the Dolphins beating the Texans seventeen to nine when they combined for nine effing turnovers. Nobody wanted to win that game. Nobody wanted to the, watch it either. The Dolphins turned it over five times. They fumbled it three times. They threw two interceptions. 17 to 9. It was so close to your favorite score, 16 to 9. I know. And then the the Saints, who were like good, then bad, then good, then bad, they just beat the Bucs, and then you lose to the Falcons. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know how to explain that. And the Patriots. Lose to the Falcons last second, too, because they took the lead, and then the Falcons came back to win on that field goal. Like, it's pathetic. Yeah, I, they lose Calvin Ridley. They have Cordell Patterson, and then, like, no one else, and they still end up beating the Saints. Like, I don't get it. The Saints scored 22 points in the good fourth. quarterback. They, I wonder if they're going to move on, though. He's only, like, I think a couple years older than we are. He's probably, like, 36, 37. Matt Ryan? So, so yeah. I, I mean, he's, he's been in the league since, like, the dawning of, of time. He is 36. So he's only a, a year older than we are. Jeez. And then the Ravens-Vikings, that the Vikings, what, they tied it in the end of the fourth and then lost in overtime? Good. Screw, yeah. screw the Vikings. The, the, um, that that uh, high-scoring Chiefs-Packers game, thirteen to seven. If the Chiefs can't blow out the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, I they, they don't have much of a chance this year, do they? I I I think they're they're lucky that the rest of the AFC is not playing well. I mean, the Bills lost to the Jags, the Bengals got destroyed by the Browns, the Titans are obviously. I don't know how I was the one that was saying that after the Titans lost to the Jets that Vrabel should be fired. They're the best team in the AFC. But they're not even good. I don't get it. Like they had Derrick Henry. So you're like, all right, you just ride him. They could win. Now they have, they didn't even run the ball that much. I'd expected McNichols to get a ton of carries and then Peterson to be sprinkled in until he was ready. And they didn't run that much. They didn't throw that much. And they still won 28-16. Well, they ran it 26 times. They ran it as much as they threw it. It's just they spread the carry so much. Peterson had 10 carries for 21 yards. Way to go, AP. McNichols had seven for 24. Foreman, I forgot he was even on the Titans, had five for 29. It doesn't say much about you if the guy you just signed who's like 60 gets more carries than you do. That's not good. But he looked explosive during practice. Because I picked McNichols up assuming he'd get like 
20, 25 carries, like he'd just be the workhorse. And no, of course not. No, but they're not about that life. But then even the Monday night game, Steelers, Bears, Bears were getting absolutely smoked by the Steelers. Then they score like 20 something points in the fourth quarter to tie it. Then the Steelers to go ahead. Then the Steelers hit a field goal and then the Bears miss up. I think it was a 65 yard field goal as time expired. What about Zach Wilson being like the third best quarterback on his own team? Because is he the Mike third White, best quarterback? Mike White and Josh Johnson are better. I, w- I won't put Joe Flacco ahead of him. I don't know. Joe Flacco might actually be better than, than Zach Wilson. Mike White looks good. I know he got cut like 442 times. He looks good. But like even Josh Johnson looked through 317 and three touchdowns. Like I don't I don't understand. Like I could just rant about the f- the fucking NFL scoreboard every week. Does it How make is Josh any Johnson sense? still a thing? He started like four games in his career and he's been around for like a decade. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like the Jets put up 30 points and ended up losing. That's because their depressing. defense gave up 45. That's depressing for them. If they score 30 points, that's a lot. I mean, where are the Giants? We even we couldn't even score 30 points. We scored 23 points and ended up yeah. somehow, well, not somehow, it was Xavier McKinney show. How, was how did the Raiders how we, lose? How did the Raiders lose to the Giants? The Raiders are supposed to be a good team. They're not that good. I don't I don't believe in the Raiders at all. I honestly don't believe in any team in the AFC. If the NFC does not win the Super Bowl, I don't care if it's the Packers, Bucks, Rams, Cardinals, Cowboys. If the NFC does not win the Super Bowl, it's an abject failure. The well, best teams in football are in the AFC. Well, the, in, in the NFC. The AL is always better than the NL, and the NL always wins the World Series. If I could see like the Bills beating the Packers or the Bucks or something like something ridiculous, like the Bills look like shit right now, they all of a sudden win. Like who's who's going to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC? I don't trust the Ravens anymore. The Titans. I still think it could be the Chiefs. They could get out at the right time. That they would have. They're five and four right now. That's ridiculous. They're in third place. They're tied with the Broncos. It, it doesn't make any sense. And if the season ended today, they're not in the playoffs because the Patriots are the last wild card team. Ugh, that's disgusting. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, the Patriots so, are five and four. So if the season ended today, these are your seven playoff teams in the AFC. Titans at the one seed, Ravens two seed, Chargers three seed, Bills now the four seed, Raiders fifth seed, Steelers sixth, Patriots seventh. So the this, Chiefs, Browns, Bengals all missed the playoffs. How are the Steelers in the playoffs? I guess the AFC is just so bad. that They're five and three. That's like uh, that's my but the the Bengals are five and four and I get I don't I, right I, now the 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 playoff the first round playoff games would be Ravens Patriots I actually think the Patriots probably win that game they're on the road they're undefeated on the road Chargers Steelers I actually think Steelers probably could win that game no, the Chargers and then Bills should, and Raiders the Bills should win that one that's how bad the AFC is good God. And now, NFC, season ends today. Your seven playoff teams, Cardinals at the one seed, Packers two seed, Bucks three, Cowboys four, Rams five, Saints sixth seed, Falcons seven seed, baby. Let's Man, go Falcons. It, 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 like, I don't even have words. I can't even get them out. It makes no sense. The Falcons, they were like the worst team in the league through the first few games. Then they beat the Giants, of course. But it's like Carolina's in the eighth spot at four and five. The Giants are three and six. They're right there. Like it's, I mean, there's there's like four teams ahead of them just based on strength of schedule and well, tiebreakers, but the, the Giants are right there. The shitty thing is, Eagles suck. They're that's fine. The 49ers aren't that good. Seahawks just got Russ back, so that that would be hard to overtake them. And then the Vikings are they don't make sense either. 
And the Panthers are probably not good anymore. Although who knows what camp Russ back, but look at their upcoming schedule. They got the Packers. They got Washington. That's a, that's a gimme win. They got the 49ers. They should beat them. They've got the Texans. That's a win. So right now we're talking what they're up to. They'll probably win three or four of those games. They play the Cardinals twice. Excuse me. They play the Rams. They have the Lions and Bears. So let's chalk up Lions, Bears, Texans, Washington as guaranteed wins. So that's seven wins. The rest are, could kind of go either way. They They're going to be nine and eight. I might get in. At this I'm point, a... seven and ten might get in. Four and four. The Falcons are five hundred. The only teams worse than the Giants are the Bears, the uh, football team, and the Lions. I don't think the Lions win a game this year. Okay, now I know you said the Falcons are four and four. This is how their games went. They lost to the Eagles. Idiots. Not just lost. They lost 32 to six. They got destroyed. They lost to the Bucs. That makes sense. They beat the Giants. Horrendous. They lost to the Washington football team. They beat the Jets. They beat the Dolphins. Lost to Carolina. They beat the Saints. They're one... Good win was against the Saints, but it was Trevor Semyon. They have a pretty easy schedule. God damn. I wonder what that's like. Well, let's let's schedule the rest of the season. They're at Dallas, home against the Patriots, at Jacksonville, home against the Bucks, at Carolina, at San Francisco, home against the Lions, at Buffalo, home against the Saints. They're not going to win more than seven games. They're lucky that the rest of the teams with them suck. The Vikings should be able to get in. They have way too much talent, but they suck. Yeah, I, Mike I Zimmer sucks. I don't know how to – I don't even know where to – like, I don't even like talking about football anymore. It makes no sense. Like, it just makes no sense. Speaking of making no sense, Odell Beckham Jr. to the Rams, where'd that come from? He wants to win, baby. Why would he want to go to New England where it's cold when he can go out to L.A., party it up with Jalen Ramsey? Fucking Von Miller, all ch- uh, chasing that ring, but like I don't, I don't know who's gonna come out of. I figure the Packers are probably better than the Cardinals because they beat them, and their their other loss that they just their second loss was you know without Rodgers. But I don't want to root for the Packers. I bet I'm sure the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl again anyway. Like honestly, I think kidding? it could be the Rams if the season ended today. You get. Rams at Dallas for the first round. I think Rams would win that game 10 times out of 10. That's just silly. That's closer than you think. The Rams are like very, they'll, they'll throw up an egg at the worst possible time. Like they screwed themselves losing to the Cardinals and then again losing to the Titans. So they, yeah, they losing to the Titans really. Now, now you're a game back with Arizona. And if you split with them, like say they, if they don't lose another game and the Cardinals don't lose it, they only lose uh, to the, to the Rams and they end up tied. You've, probably lost a tiebreaker and then you're the five seed you could go from the possible one seed to having to play in the first round on the road i think the the rams end up as the five seed because their remaining schedule is they've got a couple you know layup games but they have to go to green bay they have to go to arizona they have to go to minnesota they have to go to baltimore they have some tough road games coming up they should beat minnesota they get the Baltimore Jags at home and Baltimore. I like they'll probably beat the Cardinals and the Packers and then lose to the Jags. Like <laughs> the Jaguars are not the worst team in football. It's incredible. 
It's it two shouldn't teams be the Lions. Them. The Lions are winless, but they're not. They, I don't understand how the Lions are winless. They have Jared Goff. But they have DeAndre Smith, baby. Yeah, who does nothing most of the time. And they have the head coach that I swear to God could get me to run through a wall. That guy's just always so hype. He has way too much caffeine. Oh, well, I mean, you'd need a lot of caffeine to have to deal with that shit. That's the worst. True. I mean, I'm sure their record is still better than the Giants over the last few years, but at least, like, I, I, I'd rather be a Giants fan. Just forget, even if we didn't win two Super Bowls with Eli, the Lions are just, like, a joke every year. So now the question is, who is the Lions' first win? Because I don't think they go 0-17. I don't think that – I don't see anybody. Who are they going to beat? This is the rest of their schedule, and then I see two potential wins for them. I could see them going two and fifteen. You tell me which two games you think I think they have a chance of winning. The Bears. They go. At, <laughs> there's one. <laughs> and I guess the at Falcons. Pittsburgh. Yep, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, home against the Bears, home against the Vikings, at Denver, home against the Cardinals, at Atlanta, at Seattle, home against the Packers. Falcons and Bears are their two games that they have a chance to win. I hope they just go own 17 and just break the record that they already own. Oh, that's sad. I mean, at least make some kind of history. Although if it's my team, I don't want to go. Oh, 17. Even if you'd get the first pick, I don't, I don't want to be on that side of history. Jared Goff's not his QBR is 27. Like it's that high. DeAndre Swift doesn't even lead the offense in rushing yards for God's sake. It's fucking Williams. Who hasn't done well, anything fantasy wise in well, Swift since week a lot one? Of receiving yards, at least. Yeah, Williams is useless in fantasy now. He had one good week, which was week one, and then Hawkinson did really well the first few weeks, and they sort of like he only has two touchdowns. Uh, that's just a really bad. Yeah, their sack leader is, has one, or at least one? it just says their tackles leader is something called an Alex Anzalone, forty-eight tackles, one sack. Sack leader is four, Charles Harris. Wow. And they have three interceptions, Amani, whatever the fuck. Amani, whatever the fuck. Aru, Warui? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Ariel Hawani? Why are we wasting time talking about the Lions? I could just rant for you bringing me here to the Lions. Well, I mean, we could talk about how Cam Newton's going to lead the Carolina Panthers to the playoffs. This is an episode of YWC Football Talk, isn't it? It's turning into that. All right, is there anything else about football? Because we can move well, on. Do we think the Giants are going to win this week? Yeah. And they're going to win the bye week. Considering they're not playing, I think it's a, it's a victory for all of us. We don't have to deal with the heartbreak of losing. Is their next game on Monday night? Yeah. Against the Bucks. Which I'm sure will somehow be close for no reason. And I'll have to stay up and then I won't get any sleep. Well, right now the the early line on that is Bucks twelve and a half point favorites. We did play them well last year. That was like the and Daniel Jones sucked in that game, and we almost won. All right, good, good silence. Did you freeze again? No, why did you think I did? That's that's terrible, uh, terrible for our listeners. Somebody has to talk at all times. So uh, I guess we can get into wrestling, talking to NXT versus AEW. I'm sure you have the ratings pulled up. It's like the the one thing you live for. Well, to me, and, you know, NXT's ratings are usually, I feel like they're always the same because they have their base audience. It's, you know, it, it doesn't really change. They did draw, I think it was their fifth lowest 
viewership of the year on USA, but they're, they're, you know, the key demo that, you know, Meltzer always talks about because the key demo only matters when Meltzer says it matters is always the same. It's like 0.15 to like 0.18 every single week. And they got a boost with Halloween Havoc. They're sort of around the same thing. Yeah, always. I mean, last week it was 603,000 down from 631,000 the prior week. They got a 0.15 in the demo, which was equal to last week's, the prior week's 0.15. Such an overrated thing. I, you know, and that's the thing that I always drive back because they always focus on the key demo. The WWE is PG. They're catering to children. They really are. It's the children and the parents of the children that are watching. It's the, or the grandparents at this point. You know, the, the, the key demo that everyone focuses on isn't what WWE was trying to actually also don't get, get to watch. They also don't get paid the same way that AEW does, so it doesn't matter about the demo for them. They get the That's same true. amount of ad revenue no matter who watches. AEW gets paid on based on how well the, they do in the demo, so it's not important to WWE, so why do they care? Just because it looks good for AEW. That's why they say it. Yeah, because you know it, it always was about the you know the viewers are going down, so they should never mention what number of viewers AEW ever gets. Who cares if they have broken a million for you know like four or five weeks now at this point? Why does why does the total viewership matter if they only care about the demo? They could have two people watch, but if the demo is good, they're going to talk about the demo. You have Dynamite's uh, colossal collapse; it just keeps going down every single week. They, they, it doesn't matter what they have. They'll pop a rating one week, but then it's back down to like, you know, the 940. Yeah, but they haven't done that in a while. They haven't hit a million in a long time. It's been a while. It has been a while. But, you know, since we started talking about NXT first, obviously we watched NXT. We were texting back and forth during NXT. I have to say, I think Toxic Attraction is probably the best thing going right now in WWE. I don't understand how or why I'm all definitely in not in attraction. WWE. They're definitely not on Roman's level, and I don't even like Roman that much. Well, I I, I hold SmackDown separate. But you said best WWE. Thing going, my apologies. Best thing going between NXT and what's supposed to be Raw. Raw is garbage, so I don't even discuss that. Toxic yeah. Attraction is fantastic. I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I, I'm not into NXT like I used to be, but it's, it's good. It's, I'm glad Mandy's doing something. And those other two chicks who were doing nothing before, and now they got all the belts. So at least it's something. Just, I never expected Mandy Rose to be a champion in anything. So it was kind of weird because, like, she can't really wrestle that well, but she's gotten a lot better. And I think depending on who her opponent is, she can shine. Like, it's, her beating Raquel clean would have made no sense. So at least they did it where, you know, she got attacked from behind and then Raquel's going away. So because Raquel would just kick her ass right away. But I don't know. Who are they feuding with? Is it EO? Like It's EO, like, Casey, Kevin Zero. You Kate can't justify Carter. Mandy beating anybody clean. Like, she always has to get help. I feel like her. I feel like she's going to get a clean win over EO. Like, that's just, like, you lose credibility instantly if you just have her beat EO clean. Like, come on. She's not on that level yet. Just do something else with Leo. Call her up or fucking like what like what do you do? She was in a tag team for a while and now she's Zoe Stark, what tore her knee up? Yeah, tore her ACL and I don't know if it was before the ladder match or after or during. I I don't know, but I know she's gone for a while, which sucks. But that was a weird tag team too. 
Like they don't do anything with those titles. They don't no, need I mean, two sets of women's tag titles, to be honest. I forgot that Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley were the raw or the you know main roster tag team champions. Because they don't, just, there's no tag teams. They don't defend it. There's no. It's like Raw's horrendous. I, I I don't even watch. It's three hours. I honestly don't watch. I'm not into Big E. I think he's a complete joke. Like good for him. Good. Did guy. you say Big E or Biggie? Like Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls is a complete joke. Like yeah, Big E is like just. I couldn't be less interested in that title. Like I, I don't don't know a single storyline going on on Raw. Kevin Owens turned heel on Biggie. Yeah, like I went to bed like two hours before that. Like I'll root, I'm all in for Kevin Owens, even though I'm surprised he's getting this kind of push because he's going to be gone. Yeah, Tim, he's going to get that push to lose to Biggie, probably not at Survivor Series, but you know on a Raw or on his way out. On, on his way out, he's going to do the job, and then he'll probably show up in AEW. I went from liking Owens to hating his guts to hoping he doesn't leave. I, I, they should keep him. I mean, they got to start keeping somebody. Why? Right, when you got Braun Breaker ready Jesus to bust Christ. out. Yeah, he's as a baby face. Owens is a great heel. They should, K, KO and Sami Zayn should be a heel tag team. They did, that, they did that already. But they should actually be tag team champions. I mean, you're going to have them, they're on different brands so no, no, that's, no. I, that's, obviously they're on different brands so it's not not feasible but that's not happening because i mean what's sammy gonna do he's in a feud with every member of hit row i don't even know who the raw tag team champions are to be honest rk bro oh that's right yeah that's yeah that i'll I, actually i'll take that over toxic attraction i love rk bro orton's hilarious you, you love them so much but you don't watch them no but i mean i'm not gonna watch three hours of raw hoping that they're on at some point if they're on in the first hour great if not they're then i'm not watching it I got to have them at the nine o'clock hour. I'm probably in bed by then. It's just, there's no reason to watch raw. It's just, it's too much. And then the announced team don't really care for, they're fine. They're no ad and then Verk, but it's bras. They got to do something. I don't know. I'm just not into wrestling anymore. It's just not good. Mondays, Tuesdays, I'm usually in bed. I think, you know, NXT, obviously they went through the, you know, whole NXT 2.0 and now they're pushing new faces and things like that. It works for me. I like it. Yeah, I just, I can't get into it as much. Like, it's it's not bad. The wrestling is still good. I just, I'm not like, I don't give a shit about Joe Gacy or Andre Carter or that shit. Like, it's Andre fine. Chase. It's Andre it's, Chase. Yeah, see, it's fine. But I'm like, it's Tuesday. Oh, shit, I got to watch NXT. It's like, all right, I'm awake. I'll put NXT on. I'm not like, have to watch it. Like, Back in the day, I mean, come on, they're they're really setting up Carmelo Hayes versus versus Johnny Gargano. That's yeah, that's that a, needs to happen at War Games. It needs to be a one on one match. Don't put them in a War Games match or any of that bullshit. Give me them one on one for the NXT North American title. Well, they don't have they have to team with somebody else. Be Gargano, Loomis, two other guys. I don't know if that fits in War Games. Probably. I'm does. curious what War Games is going to be. Diamond Mind against who? I, you can't put Diamond Mind in that big. They have one guy. Like well, the Creed brothers are going to be mega stars. No, not yet, but they will be. Not even close. Like there's only one of them that people like, and even that, I, there's just, they're both pretty good. They're both pretty good. Like that's a pretty bad war games match when your biggest star is like Roddy. Like I'm just wondering, what is the war games match going to be? Are you going to have Kyle O'Reilly and what's his tag team partner's name? Why is Kyle O'Reilly in a fucking I, tag team? I almost said he's uh, all in on the tag team. I almost said Theo Vaughn, but that's a comedian. Von Wagner. Von Wagner. It's Von something. Yeah. That I jokingly call him Elephant Man because that's what he reminds me of, which is awful to say. But he looks like if if Edge got 
the shit kicked out of him with a fucking like baseball bat. Like his just face all just jacked up. He's a second generation superstar. And like I just I have no reason to care about any of these people. Like I I miss the good, good old days of NXT when Adam Cole was like you know the king of a brand and not the fourth fiddle in a shitty super group. But do you want to go fourth fiddle? Yeah, the young bucks are ahead of him. I feel like Nakazawa might be ahead of him. And then who's the guy that sprays shit? Oh, Cutler. I just it's just so bad. I can't even I can't even deal with it. I did like Bobby Fish beating the shit out of uh Jungle Boy though. That, like they're actually doing something with Bobby Fish, which I can't wrap my head around. But is it doing something with Bobby Fish, or is it because he fit the need to then be able to tie that in the storyline as to why he's beating up Jungle Boy? Because I mean, is, is he gonna join still doing the something elite? Is he gonna no. join the super click? No, he's not. He's still doing something. He's the little one literally running down, beating the shit out of Jungle Boy. So I'll take him being on TV. Are you going to lose your mind in like two months when Kyle O'Reilly debuts in AEW, they reform Red Dragon, and then they're in a group with Adam Cole feuding with the elite? I don't know if that would make me really excited or like really pissed off. Because I think you're it would just, make me really pissed off. You're just copying what WWE already did. And those are the cool like they use the word era and undisputed or undisputedly like, wow, you guys are really clever. Young Bucks are just like gigantic fucking tools. Like Kenny Omega, it's like, he's fine. He's playing the stupid heel, but the Young Bucks are just like ginormous tools. It's hard to watch sometimes. And I I know everyone and we're going to get, you know, the AEW apologists coming, coming at us. I, what is the appeal of the Young Bucks? They're, they do a lot of good choreography. Flippy, flippy, baby. Flippy, flippy. They do a lot of flippity, flippity. You like give a- me Young Bucks in an actual wrestling match without the flips against FTR. FTR is going to look better 10 times out of 10. The Young Bucks can't do the stuff without the flips. And it's fine. Like, I go back and forth. Like, you watch a Will Ospreay match. Is that real? Is that wrestling? Uh, no, not really. But it's fucking cool to watch. It's really difficult to do. But, like, it's choreography. Like, if you can see the choreography back and forth, up oh, there's the spot. He's going to jump. They're going to, like, it's not, it gets old real fast. It's like indie wrestling. And you're on a main television network like you know and you know psychology into it we'll talk about it when we talk about dynamite and you know leading up to full gear this weekend but i thought the best match on dynamite was that tag team match with matt seidel lee moriarty dante martin and leo rush that was the best match and it was a lot of high flying i was out of breath watching out of breath watching it wasn't the best match fucking dax harwood who did he face again the bastard Pac, come on. He had a singles match. That was really good. Like, Which ended with the, you know, the, the beat down and then Andrade and Malachi Black and then Cody Rhodes coming in with the save. The, right bef- right before they came into the ring, it was literally all NXT. Every single person made their name, their worldwide name in NXT, which was just hilarious. And that's basically AEW in a nutshell. I could rant about what they become. I don't blame them for signing all these guys. Like they're too good not to sign, but I was excited about AEW because it was an alternative to WWE, not fucking WWE in Jacksonville. Booked better. I will say that would it be booked better. Is Tony Khan even a good booker? Like he's booker of the year. The dude is just, so, he doesn't get enough credit. The dude is just such a baby. It's 
he's a turnoff to AEW. He's pushing away casual fans because he's too fucking stupid to realize it. He needs to just shut up. Like, my God, dude, let me just watch the show in peace. I don't need you to fucking, hey, go get your friend and watch. It's like these uh, fucking cult people who are like, guys, we got to put every TV on in our house to TNT. We got to win the demo. We got to win the ra-. Like, you are a pathetic loser. Like, I was all in on NXT. I was hoping they would win, but I'm not going to fucking tweet people. Hey, could you do me a favor? Could you turn your TV on? You're going to be out. Just leave it on USA. We got to win the ratings war, man. Like, you're a loser. That's so pathetic. And I think, you know, to your point, I, I think eventually they have they can't keep signing everybody. Because, I mean, how? They already how, have I, more than WWE at this point. They really do. And you have people like Brian Cage, who's wrestled like one match in four months on Dynamite. I think I looked at it, and Brian Cage has wrestled like five times on either Dynamite or Rampage since like April. They That's seem like to do seven that, months. They seem to do that with a lot of their guys. They're just not on TV at all. Like, when was the last time legitimately Joey Janela was on TNT? Is he even still in the company? Like, honestly. If you don't watch YouTube, you don't see half of these guys. Sunny well, kids, that's part of the problem because they're all on dark and elevation. And great, that's that's fine. If it's WWE fine. only had Randy Orton wrestling on main event, they could only catch on the network or on Hulu or whatever effing thing main events on, people would complain and say he's being buried. But well, meanwhile, like I, you have them on elevation and dark, and they're just racking up wins. Like Jungle Boy has the most wins in AEW, I believe. Like he's close to 60 or something. But, like, I just don't understand why, like, how – I bet you all these guys like Janela and Sonny Kiss and all these originals are pissed because they're, like, so many people are now in the in AEW that were in WWE. They're just pushing the AEW originals back down the card to YouTube. Like, yeah, but not even not even the Sonny Kisses and Joey Janela's. Like, Ricky Starks. I know he had the neck injury. Oh, Ricky but he hasn't, Starks. Is he, he still hasn't the, in is he still a he's champion? Still the FTW, yeah, he's the FTW champion. But, like, those kind of guys – aren't on TV. Like, what are we doing? I, and I understand, you know, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, all these new people are like your new shiny toy. And now it seems like Okada is going to come into AEW to do something or whatever. He's not going to be full-time though. He'll probably be at full gear after Omega loses. I'm sure Okada will come out and people will lose their minds, which is great. Okada is a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. But at some point you need to stop bringing in the shiny new toys and saying, ooh, look at this, to pop the rating and get all the smarks to be so excited. And fucking do something with the people you have. Britt Baker has been the freaking women's champion for like six months. She's beaten nobody. Thunder Rosa is probably their best female wrestler. She's barely ever on TV. She was an afterthought in that trios match because it was due, it was done to shout, you know, to highlight Tay Conti, who's getting a title match. Fucking give me a break. Tay but Conti, you, that's, Nyla that's Rose, I- all these people that are just being... I don't want to say fed to Britt Baker, but Britt Baker ain't that good of a wrestler. That's what happens when you only have four pay-per-views a year. You're going to have long title runs and they're never going to defend them. But WWE gets shit on when they have a title match every month. It's like everyone complains no matter what. Not enough title defenses, too many title defenses. Like New Japan, I think Okada had the title for like 700 days and he had like 12 defenses. So it's like, I get that's what they're going for, but it's just like, how how do you have a good title run when you defend it once in like six months? It's just, that makes no sense. And she's not a good wrestler. She had they, one they also, really good match in her entire career. It was a lights out match. Anybody can do that. And they haven't really built her up to be, you know, they haven't built up the women's division to have. But he's signing a lot. For her. He's doing a good job. He's trying to bring people in. 
jackass. And they should bring in like an, an Ember Moon who just got released. That's somebody that should be in AEW. Ruby Soho debuted, wins the Battle Royal, gets a title match. She's been wrestling on Dark. She's been wrestling on Elevation. They She's in that a... TBS title tournament, which is great. I hope she wins it. Their mid-card titles are just, it's, you have two titles. Of, now you have a men's mid-card title of a network you're not on anymore. So, and it's just, it's just so stupid. The TNT title, the TBS title. The like, TNT just, title will be for Rampage because Rampage will still be on TNT. And the TBS title, I guess, is going to be the Dynamite title. Yeah, but you can't not have the TNT title on Dynamite, right? I'm, or you, no, you look I'm, stupid I'm sure either they way. Will. But yeah, like, yeah sure. the TNT championship, we're on TBS, bro. Like, I just, uh, that's really what you came up with. Like, we on. figure they're going to probably add women's tag titles. I could see that happening. They're going to add trios titles. You know that's going to happen. I'm surprised that, it hasn't that happened. That they yet. need because they actually have trios matches. You don't need a women's tag team titles. WWE has already shown that maybe you can get away with one. Even then, unnecessary. Top of your head, name me three tag teams in WWE right now that aren't currently champions. I couldn't name you one other than Casey Cadenzaro and Caden Carter. Could women? not name you another. Yeah, women. Couldn't name you another. Tamina and Natalia aren't a tag team anymore. Women's tag teams. Indy Hartwell and... and that other I already chick. forgot her name. It's not Jesse Kamea. She got released, I think. It's I already some, forgot her name. It's somebody else. But, like, there are none. Like, they... I, I know we just keep... You know, we're ping-ponging back and forth between the the bullshit but both companies have a lot of bullshit happening both companies need to fix their shit wwe needs to fix raw and their booking because it's i I don't understand how they're run by the same fucking person raw and smackdown bruce pritchard's in charge of both how are they so vastly motherfucking different somebody else can't just be the one somebody else has to have say in like certain like there's a certain writing crew on raw certain on smackdown or something like that well, I know they have separate writers, but one guy is in charge of all of it. And I, I read the other day. I'm not sure if it was this past Monday or last Monday. Vince wasn't there. Bruce wasn't there. Fucking John Laurinaitis was running Raw. That's an idiot. It's just, it's, it, it's driving me nuts. And I think that's my biggest issue with AEW is they are bringing in all these former WWE people to get people to go crazy. Like, I'm sure the next one's going to be Bray Wyatt or whatever they're going to call him. Thank God they haven't brought in Braun Strowman. Fuck Braun Strowman. I think he's going to Impact. They should should. both go to Impact. I would watch Impact if they had, if they were on TV. The the people that AEW has that you just, you never seen. Remember, you know, Daniel Garcia and and the former Ever Rise? They haven't been on TV in ever. I forgot about 2.0. They haven't been on TV. You know, you have the, Matt Hardy gets way too much fucking TV time. Way too he, much. I don't, he, I could give yeah. two shits about the Hardy family office. He's pretty, it's pretty bad. It's kind like, of awful. Trying to think what I like. I like Jungle Boy, but the, but why is Christian still with them? Because like, they're feuding with the super click. Christian just comes off as a giant tool to me for some reason. I don't know. Maybe if it was his shot at NXT, he just seems like a huge tool. And I love the whole thing where, yeah, he fought Omega at the main event of whatever pay-per-view. And could you imagine Edge should have left? Yeah, I'm sure Edge is just fine main eventing WrestleMania, having a huge match at SummerSlam. I'm sure Edge is just fine where he is. I don't think he wishes he went to AEW. 
And I know, you know, AEW has the the rankings and you know, which don't matter. Exactly. Wins and losses matter. I don't think the gun club has lost a match in like a year and a half. Colton they're not even Gunn, top, they're not even top five in the tag team rankings. Colton Gunn's undefeated and he's not even in, in the tag title picture. So it makes like no it, sense. It I, I I don't get that. And then obviously, you know, full gear is coming up this weekend. Run down and the we, card. We watched Dynamite, you know, that ending contract signing with Omega and Page, it felt rushed because obviously they only had like eight minutes to do it because other things ran long, which happens. It's TV. I get it. You had a plan better than that. I I, I know Page is probably going to win. He I should win. That. He should. If they don't do it, that's WWE level, just dumb booking if he doesn't win. His promo was not good. Well, his voice is weird. Good. He's not great at promos, but I, I, like, I do like Adam Page. I'm, I don't really watch dynamite a lot or i'm not really invested in it i'll watch it but I, I hope he wins it's like when braun Strowman was super hot and they just didn't put the title on him and then when they finally did nobody gave a shit or when so, ryback was super super hot and undefeated and then they had him just be a joke he lost to mark henry at wrestlemania then turned heel and then never won the title but like you should put him because they don't have like a pay-per-view next month where he could win like that or something and this is their long-term storytelling even though they went like eight months without even speaking to each other, but that's like a long-term story just because one thing happened, time went by, and then another thing happened. That's their long-term story. But like at this point, Adam Page needs to just win the title. 100%. And, you know, we're going to, we'll go through the card right now. So they do have one, uh, one match announced right now for the buy-in, which it's just, it's throwing people together. It's a tag team match, Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter versus Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. So Jamie Hayter is aligned with Britt Baker and and was it Reba Don't Call Me Rebel or Rebel Don't Call Me Reba? Who? Oh come on, they were just in the trios match together. Rebel, it's Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. yeah well, I don't know what that other garbage you were just saying. Well, I think she's like Rebel, but don't call me Reba. It's, it's weird. I don't know. I, I might have just made up in my head. I could have just had a mini stroke. Oh, Who knows? Legit, no but, idea. So Jamie Hayter is is aligned with them, but now she's tagging in a random buy-in match with Nyla Rose. And excuse me, this could have been something that they set up on YouTube for all I know. That's but Nyla Rose. They have you. You have to watch YouTube and Being the Elite that they talk about on TV. You should, that's terrible booking. You should not do stuff off like Nyla Rose. It drives me nuts. Nyla Rose in this tag team match with Jamie Hayter. Nyla Rose just fought Britt Baker in like July for the women's title. Why would Jamie Hayter want to tag with somebody who? She's somebody you're aligned with was feuding with she's to go against Sheeta and Thunder Rosa because you need to get Sheeta and Thunder Rosa on the pay-per-view so you're getting them on the buy-in there's no story line behind that whatsoever that I know of I could be wrong like I said it could have happened on YouTube no I don't think they do anything on YouTube like being the elite will set up storylines which is again really stupid because if you want casual people to watch you're that's just makes no sense like what is going on here oh you had to watch their show on YouTube what the fuck like no, but like nobody well, even cares like about the, the buy. even the Britt Baker and Abaddon match from a couple weeks ago on Rampage that was the the like the street fight and the holds barred whatever it was was set up because of the Jericho cruise. Awful, just like it's just they don't they don't. You do have to good. watch so many extracurricular things to be able to understand and follow along. And WWE, WWE caters ninety percent to casuals. Maybe if we're lucky, ten percent to the hardcore, probably less. AEW is ninety percent to the hardcore, ten percent to the casuals. If that, they they it's they're both idiots. You gotta be, you gotta be more even. Like you should not be catered. I'll take Vince's 
if he doesn't want to cater to me because I'm going to watch and he's getting people to watch and, you know, um, elevating his ratings, it's much smarter than what Tony's doing. He's just catering all of his resources to the people who are already watching, who are not going to stop watching. You're not growing your fan base. They're not growing their fan base. WWE's fan base is continuing to dwindle. WWE isn't growing their audience. They're losing part of their audience. They're bringing in more casuals. Like if Brock Lesnar comes, casuals are going to watch. WWE, NXT, what the fuck is it called? AEW, they're just catering to their hardcore fan base. Like Okada is not bringing in any casuals. I'm sorry. Unless you watch New Japan or know who he is, which is their audience already, he's not bringing in casual fans. I mean, what did Daniel Bryan bring in? A couple hundred thousand more? Like they jumped over a million? Like, God. He brought in a really bad haircut. Who's Matt Riddle's partner? Tag team partner? Yeah. Randy Orton. Randy! I have a big penis and you have a string penis. See, that's what I'm talking about. It just plays random audio clips after each audio clip. So like the Randy one played and then something else played. And it just, it's driving me nuts. Fucking Samsung's pissing me off. But that's, that's the audio clip whenever we talk about anyone named Randy. Really? Randy, Randy Ozga. He loved your table breaking story. See, that's why I think we need to, because like, this is great. We're talking about wrestling and stuff, but it's more fun if we talk about like random shit. Oh, we're going to get into the random shit. We have to finish the AEW card. It's like, I don't know if I could do a podcast every week where we talk about AEW and NXT and all this stuff. Cause it's like, it's just, there's so much stuff that I just don't understand and just annoying. Like, I hate Tony Khan. I want to like AEW. I like some of AEW. I like Jungle Boy. I like Moxley. I like Darby, even though he might be a piece of shit. Who else do I like? Who else is there? Uh, I love, what's his face? Uh, for some reason, I love Dan Lambert and the whole, uh, I almost said American Alpha. Help me out here. American Top Team. Yeah, I, them and who's the... Who's the Men of the Year? Ethan Page yeah. and Scorpio Sky. I love them. I think it's just because Dan Lambert shits on AEW and Chris Jericho all the time. But like, I because he just comes out there and tells you how shitty the company is and stuff like that. And I like that. But it's just I hate Tony Khan and I don't want to support him in anything. Unless well, that's a good segue selling. into a, into another match that's on the full gear card: the Inner Circle versus American Top Team and Men of the Year. I mean, it, five on five Minneapolis street fight. If you want to do anything with America's Next Top Model, you have to have them win. But there's no chance the inner circle's losing. Like, come on. Right? I think you're right. There's there's no way. Especially since I think they uh, stood tall on Dynamite, right? Yeah, they put Jericho through it. Or Dan Lambert put Jericho through it. Yeah, so, like, come on. Jericho's going to win. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Men of the year should get the win. Like, I know it's great. Inner circle's back together. Didn't even know they broke up. Jericho does not need this win. Jake Hager does not need this win. They're, you're, they're, you're, win. they're winning. Sammy Guevara, who is your TNT champion, not having a title match because he's thrown into this feud is just, he should be having a one-on-one match with Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. He beat Ethan Page a few weeks ago, having fight Scorpio Sky. They don't have that many title defenses. So it, it's good because it gives you long title runs, but then you look at it over time and you're like, he's had the championship for a year and he's got four defenses. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Like that's what they do. Sort of so, like NXT does the same thing, but yeah. I don't know. NXT felt better I don't, for some reason. Maybe I just I'm biased towards NXT. But well, back gonna, in the I'm day, gonna, well, I'm going to segue now to back to NXT. Roderick Strong has been the cruiserweight champion since September 21st, I think. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't think he's, he's defended it. 
He defended once. it the next week in an open challenge to Grayson Waller. Hasn't defended it since. He's been fighting, you know, feuding with Odyssey Jones, who I'm sorry is a little bit heavier than 205 pounds. It's a good feud. They've had good matches. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't get it. Nope. So another match on the card. Lucha Brothers versus FTR for the AEW tag titles. I think Lucha Bros are going to win. They should win. They're the champions. They should win. Wait, it's for the AEW tag titles? I thought they were like the AAA. FTR is the AAA tag team champions. So it's just Lucha for... Brothers, just for the AEW. Lucha Brothers are the AEW tag yeah, team champions. Yeah, they're probably not going to have both belts. So I would probably say the Lucha Bros win. But that'll be a, that should, should be really good. I prefer the FTR style to the choreography lucha style so hopefully they have a nice mix and i've always i've always been fans of of ftr when they were the revival in wwe when they were in nxt i've always enjoyed them you know no flips just fists still love that another match on the card darby allen versus mjf i mean i'm rooting for uh darby but i i actually literally have no idea i'm, I'm assuming mjf will probably win but see i think darby's gonna win MJF is their like golden. He needs to go to WWE to see what he's he can do. For WWE. See he's what he can do in a, on a in a ocean instead of a small fucking lake. Right. You know, I think that's going to be a good match. They've had a good build up to their to their match. They've had a good feud. I think. I don't know what it's based on. Just he talks shit about like MJF is like a. I don't know. I just I don't think he's as great as most people do. Because his basic heel is just talking shit about how you look, what you weigh, where, what city we're in. Like that's such, that's basic stuff. If he could get his in ring uh, work a little bit better, I think he, he'll it'll do him a lot of good. But I would like to see him in WWE just to see what he can do on that stage. I could see him being the first person to when his contract runs out in AEW to. Go to WWE. I can see him somebody, being like one of the only. Somebody needs to go to WWE. Break the ice. Break that forbidden fucking door. Like somebody <laughs> needs to go through that forbidden door, which is like a fucking crawl space. Somebody even a, to, a crawl space might actually be too big. Even if it's Brian Cage, just give me someone from AEW so we can start evening things up. Like, my goodness. Who's going to be the first person that went to AEW from WWE to go back to WWE? Like what happens Ooh. if Vince sells and it's to somebody who wants to like actually do shit and run it better? Yeah, Maybe but if he sells, it'll be like Disney. It's better than fucking him, probably. As long as they get rid well, of Kevin actually, Dunn. If if they ever do sell to to Disney or something like that, that's when Danielson comes back after his three year contract runs out. Because obviously his kids love Disney. He'll be uh, wrestling, you know, Olaf. I wonder if he signed a three year deal. He I think I like think I read probably, that he said that he signed a three year deal. Why would he sign for that long? Figured he would have done like a year and then keep renewing if he liked it or something. Like three years? Jeez. I thought he was going to retire. Well, if he keeps wrestling in the, you know, the crazy style that he is, he might have to retire. And he's wrestling. It seems like he's wrestling more than he was doing in WWE. And I thought he wanted to cut back on his schedule. Yeah, eventually I think he's going to have to cut back on his schedule, which good segue. The uh, AEW Championship Eliminator Tournament Final, Miro versus Brian Danielson. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It, 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 uh, what I, I kind of think Omega's going to win now because uh, you're setting up Brian versus Omega again, right? But you also could be setting up Miro as the first challenger for Paige, and then obviously Paige would beat Miro because he so, needs to be champion for a while. He needs... He... Oh, you froze again. 
heel contenders to beat. Yeah, but like Miro just had his first loss. You're really going to feed him another loss again to either Brian or Paige? Maybe by DQ. It could be something like that. I think Miro's going to win. I mean, if you can set up Omega and Brian or Hangman and Miro, seems like a no-brainer which one you go with. But then again, Paige needs to win. But I would say, let's say Brian wins and Paige wins. You don't want Brian to lose to Paige. Why not? These guys have to lose. Brian's got to lose at some point. CM Punk has to lose at some point. CM Punk should lose to Eddie Kingston. CM Punk should lose to Eddie Kingston. 100%. Speaking of CM Punk, what a major letdown. My God, has his return been horrendous. Cutting the same promo every week. He's no different than his WWE character. Even Punk fans were tweeting about how this is so stupid, how he just... He started off hot. You're back. We're super excited. You're facing Darby. Same promo every week. The fucking crowd banter or the, the pandering to the crowd. Do you want to see me fight Eddie Kingston? Like, oh, my God. It just I, it, it is so underwhelming. It's ridiculous. And like I get he wants to, you know, he's not in the main event scene. And I think that's by his choice. He wants yeah. to wrestle, you know, other guys. He wrestled Darby Allen. He wrestled Daniel Garcia. You know, he's wrestling other people, which is great. But it's like every week you said it. It's, it's, it's like the greatest hits of CM Punk. He's got the same music, similar T-shirt than when he was in WWE, cutting similar promos. Thank God the Eddie Kingston promo was different. I didn't yeah, see all of it, me- but I know I heard it was amazing. And I saw the clip of it, like a little bit of it. Like that was good. Give me more of that and give me Eddie Kingston winning. Punk needs to lose a match eventually. Eddie Kingston needs to win a match. Uh, I, I don't think Eddie Kingston's important enough to give him that win. Like, what are they going to do with Eddie Kingston after that if he wins? Like, he's Major not going heel. anywhere. Major heel, feud with Paige. I don't give a shit. He should not lose. He should not lose. Punk's going to win. Yeah, Punk's going to win. Don't get me wrong. He shouldn't, He shouldn't though. He should. I don't think he should. I, I don't think Eddie Kingston's at that level where it's like, he shouldn't lose. Like, who gives, I don't give a shit about Eddie Kingston. Like, dude's just a crazy lunatic. Like, great. That match should be a fight. Shouldn't be a wrestling match. Give me a fight. Like that's oh, what yeah. I, want I think that's I think that's going to be hard hitting. I think it's it's and that's the one thing I will give to Punk. Every match that he's had since he's been back from his hiatus has been a little bit different. But he's also gassed immediately. Like Darby had to carry him in that first match. I don't think Eddie Kingston can carry anybody. So it's I gonna, think he could. He's not he's not a great wrestler. So they have to just just give me a fucking brawl everywhere. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see a fucking technical wrestling match. I want to see a fight. Then it'll be really good. So you think Punk wins that match? Yeah. I think Punk does, but Kingston should. That Did is, we go, do we go to the match of the night? Britt Baker versus Tay Conti for the women's title? I just I don't even we don't even need to discuss it. It's just it's not, it's not gonna be a good match. And the only way I could see Tay winning is if they just they just want to do something different and have an, another new champion. They they can't. Britt's gonna win, and I think she eventually loses the title to. She has to lose the title eventually to Thunder Rosa. She has to. But AEW has seems to. so predictable. It's like we all thought Adam Hangman Page. I don't know why I just said his full name. We all thought Hangman was gonna win the title from Omega like a while ago, and Thunder Rosa is the clear obvious choice to be the next champion. So it's like it's not. It's kind of predictable. So we'll see if we're right. This, I guess there's the last match, Hangman. Is there any other oh, match? Oh, oh, there's like three other matches, buddy. We have to go through uh, <laughs> this false count anywhere trios match. 
Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus the Super Click. Yeah, I just I I'm over this. Like AEW, they they give you they don't do the same shit like WWE does every week. Are you kidding me? How many times did the Dark Order face the Elite? How many times has Christian and Jungle Express face the Elite? Like it's a Jungle same Express. You called them Jungle Whatever. Express. Whatever. Jurassic Express. Jungle Express actually sounds better. <laughs> Jurassic Express and Christian. What are they? The caged Jungle Express animals? Like, get give me something different. Christian, go away. Let Jungle Boy do more shit. Well, at least Marco Stunhead doesn't wrestle really ever. But he's out there and he's so annoying. That's true. But I, I, I'm going to start calling him Jungle Express from now on. That's my thing. <laughs> Jungle Express, like, how, how do you justify them beating the, uh, the Super Su- Super Click has to win. They have to win. Christian needs to take the pin. Sorry. Jungle See, Boy I, shouldn't take the pin. Luchasaurus is too big to take the pin. Christian should take the pin. And Adam Cole should pin him. I feel like you could see the the baby faces win that one because nobody gives a shit if the elite loses. They're not going to lose any. They're not going to lose any steam if they lose. But if you keep having Jungle Boy lose, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm going with a uh, Jungle Express winning. Do you think Jungle match. Boy pins Adam Cole? I would do that, and then you could have them have a singles feud. Because Jungle Boy, stop fucking sleeping on Jungle Boy, Tony. He's one of your originals. It's fucking He's over. Let's, let's do something with him. Before people stop caring, before people realize that a guy who's based off Tarzan boy is fucking stupid. But like, I'm all, I love Jungle Boy. I can't really tell you why. Maybe because he's hot. His hair is fucking sexy. But like, is it because you love when Jim Ross says Jungle Boy Jack Perry? No, actually, that I actually hate. <laughs> because I think he said something. It's like, yeah, I know his name's Jungle Boy and it's Jack Perry and it's not Jungle Boy Jack Perry, but I'm going to call him it. And he got all angry about it. But I, I, he just seems like the nicest guy ever. And I'm going to, it's like somebody I want to root for. And then he has a fucking dinosaur with him, which that's okay. But WWE supernatural shit is is ridiculous. Right? It's a little too much. That's when it gets you know fucking literal dinosaur with him. Plus Christian Cage. What a random group. Next. Well, everybody has to be paired with everybody. I mean, oh, that's the thing. Paired. I forgot about that. Yeah, in AEW, you either have a tag team partner or a manager. No questions asked. Have or to. both. It's, it's just I just I. Uh, which is the you know it's a perfect segue into another match, a tag team match, the bastard Pac and Cody Rhodes against Malachi Black and Andrade El Idol. You don't understand how hard I'm rooting for Malachi Black and Andrade. Like I fuck Cody Rhodes. Uh, and I ever since I saw Pac at Mohegan when he was still in WWE, when he turned heel and he was like living the gimmick of being like a dick, I was just like, I'm done with you, dude. I, I don't like you. I don't like his face, I don't like his voice. I hope they get the shit kicked out of him. I hope Black does the Black Mass and knocks his fucking teeth out. Go heels. Go heels. Go heels. Go. Cody Rose and his stupid tattoo. I'm all all in with the former NXT champions with uh, Black and Andrade. Tell me how you really feel. I I felt that. It seems like Pac is just like not a good person in general. Just from that one experience when I saw him, he just seemed like an ass like he didn't even say no no thanks guys no pictures he's just like silent like dude come on there's like two of us uh and then i'm obviously i love black's one of the guys i love andrade i loved in nxt he's sort of been underwhelming in AEW because he like never wrestles but i'm rooting for them hard i'm not gonna ever root for cody rhodes I just yeah I'll, I'll never root for cody rhodes but also i'm not a big fan of andrade based on uh, who he's engaged. the six managers 
I don't blame. I mean, he's just his personal life is fucking. Maybe that's he likes. True. Maybe he likes plastic. I don't know, but <laughs> at least Rick Flair isn't his manager yet. How do you justify hiring him? But you banned Hulk Hogan before he when he never even worked for you. Like that's why Tony Khan. He just does stuff for show. Like idiot. Well, did you see that Ric Flair has a, is bringing back his podcast? Yeah, you tweeted me that, and I ignored it because I was so annoyed. Like, who he was doing sh- the podcast with? It was was it, is it Conrad? It has to be Conrad. No, it's Mark fucking Madden. He's not doing a podcast with his own son-in-law who does podcasts. Interesting. Wait, what? Yeah, Conrad's his son-in-law who does. He's like the biggest Ric Flair fan in the world. I don't think I knew that. How do you not know that? He's married to Charlotte's like half sister. I really Rich daughter. Didn't know that. I really did not know that. Yep. Are you making that up? Are you serious? No, it's been on TV. It was on the stupid, um, not the stupid, it's the the treasure show. Yeah, it's that's a well-known fact that he's married to, I don't know her name, but it's Charlotte's, I think, half-sister. Because Rick has like so many goddamn kids from like nine wives. I really did not know that. So he's technically his son-in-law. I would have thought that would be like, the simplest thing because Conrad's a great host. I wish I could have him host this podcast to get rid of you, bring in Conrad. Wow. It'd be perfect. There wouldn't be any awkward silences with Conrad. Also, Conrad, Conrad gave me the best fist bump, like legit, not a gay like sex term, just like a legit fist bump I've ever received. It was at the something to wrestle with. It was me, Alex, and Randy were at the, I think it was at the casinos somewhere. I don't know. And I had his shirt on that Alex got me and I just went for a fist bump. And it was like his whole arm was made of steel and it just like knocked me backwards. I was like, this is the most powerful fist bump I've ever received. You're the man. And I just like Conrad ever since then. Because he gave you a strong fist bump. And he seems like a genuinely like nice guy. And he'll also call Bruce Pritchard out on his bullshit. He'd be like, and he's got great quotes. Yeah, Alex turned me on to something to wrestle. That's a great podcast if you like wrestling. I'm sure every single person listening to this who watches wrestling knows about something to wrestle with already. But if you don't, like, that's the great stuff. Because Bruce talks about the whole era that I love the most. It's the golden era, like 80s and 90s. Although, did you know Bruce Pritchard left in 92 and then came back? I think he got fired for something. Like, my favorite year in wrestling, he has no knowledge about because he was gone. But that's a, that's a different topic. I'm just still floored that I did not know that Conrad Thompson's father-in-law was Ric Flair. Yeah, you also never heard of Chips Ahoy cookies until like two years ago, so you're not the smartest guy. Well, that could be a segment. Name something that I had no idea was actually a thing. Didn't know what a Chips Ahoy was. Never knew who Patrick from SpongeBob was either. Never seen SpongeBob in my life. Ridiculous. Did I also ask if Chips Ahoy were the ones that are magically delicious getting the confused Lucky Charms? Not even like in the same realm of stuff. One's a cereal, one's a cookie. Like Chips Ahoy, the like second most popular cookie in the world. Like one of the biggest brands ever. Chips Ahoy, chocolate chip cookies. Never heard of. Makes no sense. Heard of Oreos at least. What's an Oreo? It's a, uh, never, <laughs> never mind. All right. What's the last match on the card? Last match is Hangman Page versus that, Kenny Omega. Well, we already know it's going to be a five-star match, which it's just is so annoying. Because it's going to be 5.75. I hope it's legit five stars and not like just Meltzer overrating it. But that match, if it doesn't deliver after all of this, it's a huge disappointment. That should well, be that's like the thing. 45 minutes of just great wrestling. That's the thing with, with Meltzer. 
It could be a legitimate five-star match. You have to add the Meltzer AEW bias of adding at least 0.75 stars. So if it's a legitimate five-star match, it's going to be 5.7 stars. 5.75. Maybe. Hope. I, I mean, just the whole thought, the process of having a scale to five and then going over that is just, it's so stupid to me. Like, I get it. There's a, like, if there's a certain match that you think is the best match you've ever seen, you can give it like a 5.1 or something like that. But giving it six stars, seven stars, like it's a scale out of five, dude. All the stars. Like I just, uh, yeah, Dave Meltzer's a fucking cancer to wrestling. You love Dave Meltzer, is what you're saying? Nobody with a, with half a brain who isn't biased towards AEW likes Dave Meltzer or Brian Alvarez. And I just did something weird with my computer. I don't know what's who, happening. Who, who, who would you rather be locked in a room with for 24 hours, Dave Meltzer or Sean Ross Sapp? Uh, they're both giant tools, but I think Dave at least has more like knowledge of wrestling. So like I can just have him tell me stories from the 90s. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp, I'd probably just try and beat the shit out of because he's, he's such a gigantic moron. Here's where I lean SRS over Meltzer, which both have me blocked on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Um, obviously, we've watched Dark Side of the Ring. You've watched Dark Side of the Ring. You've seen when Meltzer's been on his his like office looks like a hoarder's nightmare. Meltzer strikes me as the kind that probably doesn't shower often. I just get that vibe from him. It's, it's, I feel like it's going to be a weird smell. But Sean Ross Sepp looks like he smells. No, he looks like somebody that spends way too much time washing his hair and like moisturizing he probably reeks which there's of- nothing wrong with that don't come around there's nothing wrong with that he strikes me as that type of guy. Uh, he just looks like he probably would be really annoying too like dave's voice is more annoying and he can't True. speak in full sentences but dave's old so he'd probably like pass out and fall asleep pretty quickly he'd, he'd fall asleep for 17 of the 24 hours so that'd be fine i'd probably pick dave just because dave hasn't blocked me or like said anything to me like i didn't comment on one of his posts and then six weeks later he responded like a tool. So Sean Ross Sapp can fucking eat a cyanide sandwich for all I care. Like I just, I love that. that I tweeted something to you. He responds like six weeks later. You are, I just rolled, I rolled my eyes with a gif and then he responded with something and it wasn't even like, it was like that aged well. He didn't even say something like that, but he posted like these releases will have a huge impact and they really didn't. It really wasn't that big of a deal. But, but I love uh, that he blocked me just because I was tagged in the tweets. I never said anything. Well, he's going to just block everyone. You're the one who started it. That's true. Right. It's my so fault. that full gear should be good. AEW has no excuse to have a bad pay-per-view ever. I just sometimes like there. What was their last pay-per-view? Or it was it was the one with the, it was the cage match. It was the cage match with the Bucks and Lucha Bros. Right. And yeah. I thought that pay-per-view was fine, but everyone was like, it's the best pay-per-view they've ever done. It was the best pay-per-view in years for any company. And I just, I, I couldn't understand what you're talking about. I thought Full Gear, the first one, was their best pay-per-view. I happened to be there, but I thought that was one of their best ones. Like, I just didn't think the last pay-per-view was, like, that amazing. And I think good, that's the thing. But they, like, they, they, they get overhyped too much. You know, they're allowed to have something not be the best ever. It can be a good match that had flaws, or it can be a bad match that needed work. But these people Not everything like, has to be perfect. If, if it's less than perfect, then it's just these people are not, they can't deal with that. So they say it's perfect. But anyone who can say AEW has faults and what those faults are, that's like a normal fan. But if you're a stan, I can't, like if you want to watch AEW and you think it's better, that's fine. But don't try and convince other people to watch it and that it's better. 
I think NXT was better throughout the entire run against them until they went to 2.0, but I'm not going to try and convince you that it was better. I think it was better. And you like AEW, that's fine, but stop trying to get me to watch it. Like Jimbo, Kablamo, he was on YouTube. He commented, we had a whole thread about how I should just sit down and watch AEW and then I'll like it better. And like, I don't think he was trying to convince me, but like those sort of people who are like, just watch it, man. It's better. Trust me, that's better. It's just like, no, it's, it's personal preference. I'm not going in trying to hate AEW. I just don't like a lot of the stuff they do. And their fans turn me off. Their owner turns me off. Do you imagine if Vince McMahon constantly tweeted about how great he was? Like, he's just like a child. I can't deal with it. I don't want to he, deal with Tony Khan. He, he very much comes off of as, look at me, look at me, give me credit for all the wonderful things I'm doing. And then when he doesn't get the credit he feels that he should get, he has to talk about it. Booker of the year. All right, let's get away from wrestling. That's all the wrestling there is, right? We don't, I don't really need to talk about SmackDown. SmackDown's good. Raw sucks. We all know that. Yeah, but you could talk about your new favorite tag team in NXT. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we, I don't know why we didn't talk about that with NXT. I kind of glossed over NXT. People shit on this team. I love Jacket Time. It is the best tag team name ever. It's just a goofy, fun tag team of two guys who seem like they really like each other and who play off each other well. And Ikiminjiro. I just, I, I don't know why. He just seems like the nicest guy ever, always smiling. He wears a jacket when he wrestles. And like jacket time, time splitters, he wears a jacket. Like you get it? Not like jerk off time. Like, oh yeah, take off your pants and jacket. Remember that album? Blink 182, baby. Like it's fun, jacket time. Maybe it is a play. Waste of Kushida. It's not because Waste. either he's in a tag team or he gets fired. He could be feuding with Roderick Strong. He lost he the already title did to that. Roderick. He lost the title and never had a rematch. I know they don't always guarantee rematches. They don't do that. That's a, they should have a best two out of three. They don't need to do that. Like at least have him do something where he can be on TV because they need tag teams. So you put Ikiman with his countrymen, Kushida, at least they're doing something because you know he was going to get released otherwise. So, so you're okay with Kushida and, and Ikiman being jacket time. So then you have no, no issues with Kyle O'Reilly being in a tag team with Von Wagner. How are those two things similar at all? Kyle O'Reilly is actually a main event big time star, and it's a tag team that it's like. So could uh, Kushida, if he's booked better? The odd couple. Like Kushida and Ikiman are a fun team together. This is just like, all right, I guess I'm in a tag team with this guy. He's got my back, even though I've never met you before. Like, cool. Now they're going after the tag titles, but Jacket Time gets shoved in with the Austin Creed brothers. You know, I, I, I think there are similarities that you're just you're you're glossing over. Kushida could be a main event guy. Stop. No. He could be. At he all. could be. No. Hundred percent could be. Absolutely not. He's already he's done as best as high as he was gonna go there. Yeah, and I think Kyle O'Reilly was carried by Adam Cole. No, you don't. You just like to say stupid things. Adam O'Reilly is just as good of a wrestler. I just as got Cole you is. to stutter. O'Reilly's just as good of a wrestler as Cole is. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If you look at the four guys in Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly was the third best wrestler. Uh, no, he's more entertaining than Roderick. Roderick's more like wrestling. A wrestling wise, I think Roderick's better. Personality and all that, obviously Kyle O'Reilly. But I mean, no one can be Bobby Fish. Uh, I, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly is far away from Roderick. I think they're basically equal. 
O'Reilly is more entertaining in the ring. Roddy's sort of just like, I'm a wrestler. Watch me do wrestling things. Kyle will get you invested. Like Roddy was the guy in Undisputed Era who looks like he didn't fit in. Loved him, loved that he was in the group, but he was the guy who was like, look, guys, am I cool too if I do this? At the very beginning when he first turned heel, it was like he was trying way too hard. No, the entire time he looked like that guy. He was like, these are all my friends and they're way cooler than I am. Like, I'm cool too, but I'm just not as cool. And I come off as awkward. Fish was like the the dad of the group. Who kept getting hurt. Poor guy. I would have loved to have seen if he didn't get hurt. I wonder what would have happened. They probably just still would have broken up and he would have done nothing anyway. I mean, he didn't really do much after they broke up and he came back. Did he? He might have had a match with Cole and then he was, I don't know, whatever. But he's thriving now in AEW, beating Jungle Boy, being a mercenary for the elite. All right. I feel like we just spent an hour about unwrestling. So, and we talked about football. Don't forget oh, we started with football. Nope. I don't want to uh, minimize Zoom. I don't want to end this. I'm just afraid, like, I'll stop and, like, the recording, <laughs> nothing worked. Uh, let's see. What else is there? I did want, oh, God, so many fucking windows open. I did want to go over the NHL real quick. Get away from me. Just open it. because the devils are doing well. Internet Explorer for no reason. So you can get off. Uh, let's look at, can you name me the, let's go by conference. The Eastern Conference top five. Eastern Conference top five. Panthers still have to be number one, right? Panthers have 22 points. They're number one right now after losing two in a row. Actually, they've lost three in a row now. Hurricanes. They've only lost once, but they have 20 points. They've played three less games. I'm going to go Ovechkin Capitals. Are you just reading off? I feel like you opened up the standings and you had those. Because you didn't like you didn't know what Chips Ahoy were, but you know the top three teams in the Eastern Conference of the NHL. Well, you got me to pay attention to the Devils. I know they scored seven goals against the Panthers when they only had one loss at that point. Capitals have played 13 games, seven, two, and four, and they have 18 points. One, two, and I feel row. like I feel like this might have been a loaded question. Did you ask me to name the top five because the Devils are up there? I don't think the Devils are, though. The Devils are sixth. They're sixth? Wow. They won a three in a row, and they've, are, they've catapult, catapulted up to 16 points, which is good for sixth in the conference. All right, I'll go Lightning and Penguins. Lightning are... Not good. Well, they're, I mean, they're 6 3 and 3, 15 points. The Penguins are 5 3 and 4, 14 points. Jesus. The, the Rangers, unfortunately, are fourth. Wow. At 17 points. And then the Maple Leafs are 8 5 and 1 at 17 points. So the Devils are at 16. The Panthers are the one seed at 22 points. So the Devils had a shitty start to their California trip, but then they turned it around, won in overtime, or they lost in overtime, then they won in a shootout, and then they've won two in a row now. After that, so three in a row total. Longest winning streak uh, in the conference right now, tied with Columbus. And Blackwood's been back so for like not what, bad. Week? He just had a shutout yesterday against the Islanders. The Islanders are 5-4-2 uh, and two at 12 points. So all these teams still have more wins than losses, but the point total. And then uh, Edmonton is one in the West. I couldn't name you another good team in the West. The Ducks, maybe? Somehow the Ducks are actually pretty good. They're two. It's Edmonton at uh, Anaheim, St. Louis, Minnesota, Calgary. 
or the top five. Calgary came out of nowhere. They beat the shit out of Austin, then they kicked the shit out of the Rangers. The Avalanche somehow are not good. They're five, five, and one. They were supposed to be like a top seed. And the Kraken are uh, shitty. Who's the worst team in the league? Blackhawks. Oh my God. I just, I didn't know this. The Arizona Coyotes are one, 11, and one. They have three points. That is brutal. Ottawa has seven points. Blackhawks have eight. They, they, they won two in a row now. How's the Kraken doing? Uh, not good. Four, nine, and one. They have nine points. So they're not going to be like when the uh, the Vegas Knights. That was probably once in a got... lifetime thing. We'll we'll never see anything like that again. Let me see the divisions. Where are the Devils? Yeah, so the Devils are fourth in their own division. That division is pretty tough. Although both of them, Eastern Conference divisions are tough. But the Devils, goal different. They're actually plus four. Wow. The Rangers are minus four. What the hell? Maybe I'd, maybe sports in general are just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and like the Knicks, they started off hot. They're only seven and five now, and they're in the seventh seed. The Wizards are the best team in the East. What? That will not last. The Wizards and the Bulls are eight and three. I mean, I think the Bulls are actually going to be a good team. The Wizards are like, what the fuck? And Golden State is, they don't have Clay Thompson back yet, do they? Nope. And they're 10 and one, which healthy Steph Curry. Still, though, by himself. I figured, they, by himself. I figured they would need Clay to be 10 and one. Only lost one time. Phoenix have, is the um, two seed. Utah's they got the three Wiggins. Seed. Wiggins is good. Mavericks, Nuggets, Clippers. Lakers are the seven seed. I would love if the Lakers were bad. I think the Lakers are going to be bad. Remember that time? What was it like 2003, 2004 when it was like Kobe, Shaq, Carl Malone, Gary Payton? You know, they went to the finals, right? But they lost. They went to the finals. They still lost, though. I mean, that's what this reminds me of with LeBron, with Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis and yeah, Carmelo Anthony. But, Carmelo but, Anthony's playing really well. But wasn't wasn't the Lakers with the Peyton and Malone, weren't they like the one seed or the two seed? Lakers right now are seven and five at the seven seed. Yeah, but LeBron's hurt. And? Can't win without your best player. But you think they're going to be bad? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be good. Even well, if he's hurt, then of course. But if he's healthy, they're going to be a top probably a top three seed. I just hope have they you, don't. Have, have you seen any of Russell Westbrook's stats this year? He's been awful most of the time. I, that's hilarious. Although they are seven and three in their last 10. But let's hope that the Lakers don't win because screw that. LeBron's only title in LA be the, the bubble title. That's good. And then the rest of the, the West, they're still doing the play and shit, aren't they? Yeah. Cause they have the line yeah. seven, eight, nine, and 10 worst team. Houston, New Orleans, both have one win. Detroit even has two, so that's pretty shitty. Well, Houston, I mean, John Wall's not going to play at all this year. Has he played at all ever in the last, like, eight years? Feels like I've never seen him on the court. I mean, he was injured for a while. I honestly couldn't tell you. There's not a lot of talk about John Wall not playing for the Rockets and that they're not going to cut him. It's all been about Ben Simmons and – I don't know why they wouldn't, wouldn't cut him. Why do you want him to sit on your bench? You think? He yeah, I don't. It, it doesn't make sense to me. And the defending champs are six and six. They're the nine seed. So I don't know what's going on with the Bucks. I haven't really paid attention to a lot of the NBA. The Championship are, hangover. 
The Nets are eight and four, which sucks. Well, I think a lot of those teams last year that played deep into the playoffs, the season ended in what, like end of July, and then the new season started like two and a half months later. I feel like those teams are going to struggle at the onset because they haven't gotten the rest like other Phoenix, teams have had. Phoenix is still good. They're seven and three. But the Bucks, yeah, they're not good. The Nets, eight and four, not bad. Sixers, eight and five. Cleveland somehow, seven and five. Don't get that. They beat the Knicks. They're seven and three in their last 10. That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. All right. I'm done with sports. I just, it doesn't, my head hurts. <laughs> NHL, NBA, NFL, baseball. Do you want to do hot stove now? Do you want to do something different? Not much is really happening with the hot stove. I mean, there's going to be a lockout, 100%. And remember, there's a difference between lockout and strike. Strike is when the players don't want to play. Lockout is when the owners are saying we're not going to let Yeah, them. there hasn't been a uh, a strike in any sport in a long time, right? It's always a lockout. NHL went through three lockouts. NBA did a couple of lockouts. Mm-hmm. NFL was a lockout. I want to say the last strike was probably 94. Yeah, I think it might have been 94 with baseball. How do you – that still – I could rant on that. How do you have a CBA that expires during the season? Like, how are yeah, you that, that dumb? At least this one expires December 1st. Or how do you not just go, all right, listen, we don't like the CBA. It's up. Let's just do the same CBA temporarily for the next two or three months, get yeah. through the season. And How do you not do that? Like, are you fucking stupid? How do you cancel the World Series? And that the Yankees were good, the too. So were the Expos. The Expos were like the best team in the They were both the National one seed. Oh, disgusting to even think about that. I mean, that's, I don't know, that's at least a little better than the NHL canceling an entire fucking season. Like, yeah, I o- think. Ovechkin got drafted and his whole rookie year got canceled. Like, that just sucks. Think how many more goals he'd have right now. I was just going to say that he'd probably have at least 40. He'd be close to 700. <laughs> He's not at 700 yet. I know he's very close to breaking. I thought he had, I thought he's at like six something. I don't think he's at 700 yet. NHL all time. I could be completely wrong. My, one of my favorite stats. He's at 741. Oh, I thought he had 641. So you'd be almost at 800 then. My, my favorite bad. stats is that if you took away all of Gretzky's goals, he'd still have more points than anybody in the league history. Like, well, I mean, wasn't he getting like 190, 200 points a season for like a while? His total assists, he has 1,900 total assists. Like, that's just it's just absurd. And 894 goals. I think Ovechkin's going to break it. 894, he and he's at 741. And he's, I think, a year older than us or our age. I think he might have been born in 85. Yeah, he's born in September of 85, so he's 36. I think so he can do it. You figure he's got – NHL players can play to like, when did Yari Miraki retired? Like he's like 53 or something. He's sadly still playing in, I think it's a Russian league that like he owns because he knows if if he stops playing that nobody's going to show up and the team will fold. So he's going out there like a shell of a shell of himself. So the, the record is what? 894 you said? Yeah. Like Ovechkin's already got 11 goals this year. Like (laughs) He's 153 goals away. If he averages 30 goals a season until he's, he's 41, he's going to get it. He's, I think he's going to get it. I think he's going to get it by the time he turns 40. It's, it's impressive. Yeah, 2004, first round pick, and that season's canceled. So he'd probably have – it's his rookie oh, – let me see. What did he do his rookie year? His rookie year, for God's sake, he had 52 goals. 
So let's say he just does that in his first year. And that wasn't locked out. That's another 52 goals. See, he's a is, very, he's a very, he used to be very balanced. What's the most points he's ever scored in a season? Well, I'm already on his page. So he actually no, I'm hasn't, asking, I mean, no, I'm asking what's he the most hasn't points? scored a hundred points since 2010. He went 106, 92, 112, 110, 109. He hasn't reached 90 since then because he doesn't get any assists. Although this makes no sense. 2010, 2011, he had 32 goals and 53 assists. Since then, he hasn't gotten anywhere near even 40 goal, uh, 40 assists. So it's like, who's better, Crosby or Ovechkin? They're two very different players. Crosby can get you 30 goals and 70 assists. Ovechkin's more like a 50-30 guy. Then Crosby can also score a lot. So I tend to lean towards Crosby as a better all-around player, but Ovechkin's a better goal scorer. And he's also durable. He missed, I think that was a lockout season. So besides the last year, he's basically played in 70 games every year. And good, this is good damn career. And this is why I think even when he becomes the all-time leading goal scorer, because we both just said he's he's going to eventually. Gretzky had, I think, 18 years where he scored at least 90 points. Well, even when Gretzky sucked on the Rangers, he still put up good numbers. It's like ridiculous. It's like it was like Tom Brady. It's like you shouldn't be doing this. His Although he three, wasn't on Tom Brady's level. His three years with the Rangers, he put up 97 points, 90 points, and 62 points. Makes no sense. Even at, at like that last year, I'm pretty sure he was like really bad. But like 62 points for somebody who, how, how old was he? 38. He still had 53 assists that year. Yeah, that's like ridiculous. How that's many why years? He's the goat of goats. Okay, his second to last season in the NHL, he led the league in assists. And the Rangers were pretty – he went to the Rangers because Messier was there, and then Messier left. Like, what a dick. Like, it pisses me off that the Rangers had Wayne Gretzky. Like, get out of here, dude. His second he played to last – His third to last and second to last season, he played every game. Yeah, and he finished fifth in the Hart Trophy. Unbelievable. Like, it's crazy that they won a cup in Edmonton after they traded him. Like, you think that no way, and then they still did. Oh, I love hockey. He's obviously, like you said, he's the goat of goats. He's never going to be, I mean, just looking, 212 points, 196, 205, 208. That's never going to happen again. If Lemieux didn't get hurt, I think he had injuries as well as the cancer, but he is like super underrated. Like he I think he had a, was a back injury or something that he, I think prematurely he probably, the first time. He probably could have come close to Gretzky's numbers. Like Lemieux had some ridiculous stats also. Like, those are the two best players I think you'll ever see. Nobody's putting up what Gretzky and Lemieux were doing. Like you said, 200 points in a season. Like, do you know how hard it is to get 100 now? Like, if you hit 100, the Devils haven't had a 100-point player ever in their entire franchise. Like, that's just he, he, 212, 196, 205, 208, 215. Like, what a stretch. Like, that's ridiculous. And, you know, Sidney Crosby, most points he's ever had was 120. 1984-85, Gretzky was a plus 100. That doesn't make any sense. That's insane. That doesn't seem real. That seems, that's like video game numbers. You're 135 assists and 73 goals, 208 points, and you're on the ice for a plus 100. The only time that he was never a minus in Edmonton, he was a minus in LA one, two, three times, four times. Then he was on the Blues for 18 games. I don't know if you knew that. 
I did not know that. That actually. classic Steve Eiserman goal from like center ice in overtime to beat them. Gretzky gave the puck away on that play. And then for the Rangers, I, he was a plus 12, minus 11, minus 23, and then he retired. To be honest, I thought he was just on Edmonton, the Kings, and the Rangers. I had no idea that there was a, a pit stop in St. Louis. Yeah, for 18 games. Yeah, he's a plus 520 for his career. That's like – he's almost got as much plus minus as he does penalty minutes. Like, what the fuck? That's, That's – yeah, he's, like, he's the goat of goats. Better than Brady. I don't care about championships. Look at the numbers. I've been watching but, football for 40 years. 40! How many cups did, uh, did Gretzky win? Four. You know what's sad? I, I've been watching hockey for like 20 years now. When you can say you've been watching something for 20, 30 years, you're fucking old. Like, I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years. That's sad. Yeah, that's, I've been watching baseball for over 30 years. Same with football. Ridiculous. All right. I think we're done with sports. Did you have – what was that would you rather – that you okay. said you had. Which would you, which show would you rather? I'd rather what, watch or be on? Watch. Because I think these are two of your favorite shows. Ray Donovan or Dexter? I would rather be on Dexter. I wanted to, I met Clyde Phillips' wife while I was working at Crate and Barrel with my Dexter shirt on. He's the executive producer of the current show and the first four seasons. And I basically I told her I wanted to die on the show it was a joke, but I would, if it didn't take like hours to shoot and you're tied up on that table for so long, I would love to have been the victim on that show. Like that would have been so cool to have him cut you and then stab you. Oh, I can talk about uh, what grinds my gears about the new Dexter. Did I Definitely, write that? Which show do you think, is, which show do you like better Dexter or Ray Dexter. Donovan? Ray Donovan was awesome. And Ray Donovan was a great, follow-up to Dexter because like that show began when Dexter ended so I had something else to watch but I would I would take Dexter although I need to re-watch Ray Donovan too. So Aren't they bringing really, Ray Donovan back? They're giving them an ending so they're doing like a movie instead of a, a season 8 because they ended on like without resolving a lot of storylines and then they just cancelled them. How don't people, you hate when they do that? People threw a fit and they brought them back unlike MacGyver who got cancelled and then they didn't, they didn't bring them back. Uh, but Dexter was, I watched the first episode. It's, it's interesting. It takes place in fucking Iron Lake, New York, which doesn't how many, exist. Obviously. How many years storyline wise has passed? 10 years? 10 years. It's been 10 years, but it's only been like eight or nine in real life. But in the story, it's been 10 years, which would make his kid 14, anywhere between 13 and 15. But the actor is clearly in his like 20s, but he's playing like a teenager. But so that doesn't make sense. And also, he happens to be dating a cop, so he has that tie into law enforcement again. Like he worked for the Miami Metro. Now he's dating the I think I think she was lieutenant or sheriff, something like that. So he has a tie into law enforcement. So and he like just hasn't killed in a decade. Yeah, that that's what I tweeted about. That pissed me off. He spent the entire his entire life, and then the eight seasons in the show trying to curb his urge to kill could never call his dark passenger. What, yeah, what he could never stop. But then he fakes his death at the end of season eight. Sorry, spoilers. If you haven't seen Dexter by now, you should kill yourself. Um, <laughs> like, seriously, it started in 2006. If you're still, if you're worried about spoilers, fuck you. Um, so he fakes his own death, disappears, which just like I could rant to you about the ending to that episode. It pisses me off. If you watch that no, show. I, I, I stopped watching the show after like, spoiler, after Read and Hide. 
I, I stopped watching, never finished it. I know, didn't the show end? Like he went into a fucking hurricane on like a boat. He with fakes his, dead his own sister. He fakes his own. He lets his kid go with uh, his like a psychopath, weird girlfriend. <laughs> Which that's what pisses me off. He's never letting his his son, he's never leaving his son. Oh, everyone around me gets hurt. Better off without me. Fuck you. After watching him with his son for four years, he's not leaving him. So that's bullshit. But he leaves him there in Argentina. He fakes his own death. And then he shows up as a lumberjack in Oregon. Everyone universally pissed off. Terrible ending. Awful. Waiting for it to come back. So you're telling me in those 10 years where he was a lumberjack. And now he's working at a fucking like fish gun store, like a tackle store. So he store. went from Oregon Somehow to like, the complete up. other side of the country in Somehow New York. wound up in New York in the cold place. And he never killed anyone for 10 years. You're telling me he finally figured out how to not kill somebody. And then the show begins. And in the first episode, if you don't want to know, spoiler, so just skip ahead a few minutes. He kills somebody in the first fucking episode after 10 years of not doing it. Shouldn't that no, obviously, maybe they wanted to get into it quicker. Now, like if I'm if I'm writing the show or I'm producing, well, I would build that up. It's only 10 episodes. So wouldn't you build to... that up for a few episodes where he's fighting that urge? He's fighting that urge, then he well, finally he was fighting it. it like that entire episode. And his sister is now his his uh I, I don't want to say this sounds fucking stupid, but his guiding light, like his dad was in the show. So his oh, that sister, makes sense. So it keeps her was, in the show because she died. She was in the episode and she was like, You spent fucking all this time. Just do your routine. And then Harrison shows up at his door. He somehow found him. I forget. I think the executive producer said in an interview, like he figured out he was alive because Dexter wrote him like a note or something. Figured out using the internet from to Miami to Argentina, where the fuck they were to Oregon, to New York. So he figured out fine, whatever. He probably wouldn't have been able to figure it out, but fine. I can look past that. But not only is the fact that he looks like he's 18, which he shouldn't be, but he finds him and he plays it off like, no, sorry, I don't know you because everyone around me gets hurt. But then he ends up showing him away. And then the end of the episode, he's like, yeah, I'm your father. I'll bring you back on. So I guess they're going to do some shit where he already killed somebody who's like a famous guy's father or uh, the the father like is a rich asshole and he killed his son. So it's going to be the whole story. And I don't know how it's going to go, but it looks pretty good i enjoyed the first episode it's just those few little things where it's like you manage to go 10 years without killing and then as soon as the show starts to kill somebody like so come on are they pretending that his son is like 14 or 15 or are they be like no, he's 23 now no i think he they didn't really say but i'm pretty sure because it makes no sense it's been 10 years there's no way he could be 18. aged up well, they could have just aged him up, though, for story purposes. But that would piss me off. I don't know what they're doing, but maybe he is because he, he doesn't look like he could pass for 14. So maybe they are just saying he's 17. I think they I mean, are. shows have done that before. It's just it's so stupid. Like, I hate it. But the whole episode is uh, was good. And I'm, I'm hooked already. And I hope they do they, more than this. Are the only people that they every week now you can do a Dexter review. Um have have they brought did they bring any other prior cast back other than yeah. Jennifer Carpenter? A lot of dead people have been like John Lithgow's in one episode. That's like I'm guessing Vision, he's gonna be like visions or something. I, I wish I wish they would bring his dad back, but they sort of fucked that up at the end of the, the series. Like he stopped appearing in episodes like seven and eight, season seven and eight, much less. I actually met him and I told him that. I was like, I thought he was a super important character that they just pushed away towards the end. And he was like, Yeah, you're right. I'm sure he was saying that because he didn't get as much money or, you know, he wasn't in the episodes yeah. anymore, but it was fucking dumb. But if you watch Dexter at seven and eight are probably like 
the worst seasons they have. But if you love the show, you still enjoy those. Like I still enjoyed those seasons. It's just the ending was horrendous. So bad. You're not leaving your son with some fucking serial killer woman that you've met for like a year. Get out of here. That I ranted about. But yeah, he's still involved with law enforcement. So he has like, he hears stuff about cases. So I'm sure it'll be good, but I liked it so far. I give the episode probably like a seven or eight out of 10. It's nice to get back into. You should really finish watching. Like it bothered me so much when they killed Arita. Like I was devastated. That was the first season I watched. I watched four and then went back to one, two, and three. Really? And it, it didn't really take away knowing she was going to be dead. But I remember before I watched that finale, I saw somebody post on Facebook. It was like, no, Rita. And it didn't dawn on me that she died. I was just like, oh, God, did she divorce him? Did she leave? And it didn't. And then when she died, I was legit. I was in I shock. Was I was I devastated. fucking believe it. And then I went back and watched one, two, and three. And then I've always thought that four was the best. I was like, four is the best. And then rewatching those first four. I'm taking seasons one and two over four. I'll go one, two, four, three, five, six, seven, eight. And I like five a lot more than a lot of people do because I was working with a bunch of people who watched Dexter and that's the season that came out. So I love season five, but that's when it sort of like jumped the shark when it was like totally, once Rita died, it was very different. And I think that's why I tapped out. I'm like, I, I, you can't. You got to keep going. You can't just give up because it's not like they were bad. It just wasn't. I got as a lot good. of quit in me. It was. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I'll watch a show, and if I let too many episodes build on the DVR, like then I'm done. Like I went through Scandal, where I watched a bunch, and then I let too many back up, and I never went back. Same with Suits. I had so many backed up, I just stopped watching, which was a great I show got, too. I got annoyed with Suits. Just when they had to write, obviously they had to write Meghan Markle out of the show. Yeah. And like that bothered me. Like I know, you know, Harvey was always the main character, but it was Harvey and Mike. They were, they were like, well, once Mike left, I mean, I stopped watching way before that, but it was just like, what the hell? Really? Mike's gone. I was a big Lewis lip guy. But I remember watching that, seeing the previews for that for weeks because it's on USA. So like they'd play it during Raw. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. And it was good, really good. But then I just, I just, I give up. Like I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I watched the first three seasons and I just never started again. I'm probably in the minority on this. I've never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Like, at least I watch it. Like, I won't give because there was an episode in season three where people die. It's called The Red Wedding. And it was like, even I was sort of like disgusted and sickened by it because it was so graphic. So I was like, I need to take a little bit of a break after this season. And, and then I, I just never went back. And it was also like, it's good, but it's very long and drawn out. So like each episode, like I'm watching Dexter, it goes by. I'm like, how was that 45 minutes? How's that 50 minutes? When I'm watching Game of Thrones, I'm like, the fuck? How has it only been 10 minutes? Like, it's still good, but it was like, I felt like I was watching a show. Like, I'm just come on. But okay, great. We're we're fighting. Come on. But like that, I never finished Breaking Bad. I never even got close to finish Breaking Bad because the first season is so boring. I could not bring myself to keep watching. I got up until... The episode where he throws this, I remember he throws the pizza on the roof. That's where I stopped watching and I never went back. And I need to finish, I need to watch that show because I know Kate, it gets better. Kate stopped watching Breaking Bad around midway through season three. She stopped, she tapped out. She's like, Isn't that when this. it gets good? Yeah. I know the first season is just like, it's really boring. Like 
you have to admit it's horrendously boring. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, happens. it it really it's like so bad. It was like nails on a chalkboard. You're like, well, I'm and then does Chris better. does Kristen Ritter die in season two? That's Jesse's girlfriend, where he like Walt sees her die and he just lets her die. I don't remember if that was two or three. It has to be then two because I never her got dad that. caused the airplane crash and yeah, because he was that, never traveling. I saw that and then he threw the pizza on the roof in one episode where he's moving back into the house and I just never picked up after that. But like I just the cat I hated his wife like she was I know Skyler. I know I, that's the point of her character was to be like an annoying bitch but like. Uh, and that was one of the major reasons why Kate stopped watching was like, because of Skyler. She's like, I can't fucking stand and I know, this woman. And I know you used to get pissed off at his son because you're like, you don't think people with disabilities should be able to work in Hollywood. But Ooh, that's not the case at all. Is that not true? Not true. Oh, it's not true. RJ Mitty. I actually liked him. And then there was the bald guy who was the cop. And I was just like, I just, I'm just not into this. You mean but his I, brother-in-law, Hank? I'm really, yeah, I'm really, Hank Hill, I'm really bad at powering through stuff. Like, because like, I know if I watch a show, I'm going to get hooked on it. And I don't really want to get invested in a show. I haven't really I, been invested in many shows since like Dexter and Ray Donovan. It's I like, finished one is Breaking enough. Bad. And then I started watching Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is probably the second best TV show I've ever watched. I feel like I probably wouldn't like that. Is it just about like him being a scumbag lawyer or like a good lawyer or whatever and like it's the cases he takes on it's it's it gives you like more of his backstory and like he had a brother and then he had a oh well if he has a brother i'm in he had a brother who i'm not gonna spoil anything but then he had a girlfriend who became his wife but his wife's not in breaking back is walter white in it because i know he dies i thought they would have like since it's a prequel he's not in it at all other characters from the show have been in it he has never been in it the final season is coming out next year not even once. Nope. I also wanted to see that movie with Bob Odenkirk where he played like that badass vigilante or like that's that supposed to be killer. really good. Like I looked at it, I was like, why would you have Saul playing this character? And then I saw the previews and I was like, you know what? I that's actually he actually kind of fits Bob Odenkirk's pretty good actor. I bet you. So I just said Better Call Saul is my second favorite show of all time. Second favorite show? Or I thought you said it was like one of the best shows you've ever seen. Well, it's it's my second favorite, second best show I've second- ever watched. Second like, best, second favorite. I bet you you could not. I guarantee you can't guess my top three, because two of them you're gonna be like, the fuck, why? How is you know how better Seinf- calls too. How is Seinfeld not in your top three? You're like obsessed with Seinfeld. Not there. It's gonna be a show that you would never. Have you seen The Wire? That's number one for me. So I, I that I need. To I watch. was like a decade late watching the water. I, f- I feel Amazing. like that's a, that's a lot like AEW. People are like, this is either the best thing ever or it's like super overrated. That's one and show I, I I would like to watch. I, I waited a solid decade before I ever watched it. Had no, I it, I got so effing hooked on that show. Did you just stop talking or did you freeze? No, I just stopped talking. Oh, okay, because now I can't because I'm looking at I'm not looking <laughs> at the screen anymore because I can't stand to look at our ugly faces. So I'm like looking at the unusual death list as I'm listening so, to you, and I'm like, did you did you freeze or? It's the same thing I got with Dexter. I remember walking around the stock room like wondering like what the fuck's gonna happen with the ice truck killer or fucking the Bay Harbor butcher. I was like, that's I wish I could go back in time and rewatch it for the first time and start from the beginning because my dad told me about this show from the beginning and I'm like. I'm not watching a show called Dexter. That sounds fucking dumb. 
And I told that to Jennifer Carpenter. I was like, I, I was like, did you think this would go anywhere? I was like, Dexter, really? Like, no. And then I was like, all right, I'm making a pizza in the oven. Let me just, there's a DVR episode. Let me just fucking watch this episode. And I was like, this is the best fucking show I've ever seen. And I was the hooked. cat, the cat that we had before we had Sassy that died after like six months because which you had... which you named Dexter that wasn't named after the show. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Dexter, awesome, the show. Like, no, I had never seen an episode at that point. It's like you bastard. That actually, what that's actually what got me to start watching the show was you giving me so much crap for naming my cat Dexter, but not because of the TV show. Because I watched season four and I'm, I'm, con- I'm pretty sure I watched in the middle of it and then missed episodes going back. So I sort of like half watched it. It was like the best thing I've ever seen. And then I just watched one, two, three. And then re- I haven't, I legitimately cannot rewatch season seven and eight. I've never rewatched those two seasons. I've rewatched season six once, season five once, season four, maybe twice. One, two, and three, I can get through easy. It's not too bad. It's not too dramatic. Like stuff happens once you get to season four when Rita dies, you watch that again, and then five, he gets closer and closer to being caught. I have not been able to rewatch those again. Like I mentally cannot do it. Like I physically can't get myself to watch those episodes again. Eventually, you're gonna have to, right? I it's been so long that I've never rewatched it. I just like I can't because I can't spoil it for you. I don't know if you've watched if you know like what happens, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody because you should finish it but it's like so much crazy shit happens at the end of six into seven and eight, where it's just like, it's a completely different show and there's too much drama and it's, it's depressing. Like, do you know anything about after season four? I know some bits and pieces. I don't know what seasons they were in, like, you know, his relationship with his sister. Yeah. That's what that that evolves. So it was just like the season six finale is one of the best ever, but that you can tell it jumped the shark because once she finds out what he is, then the whole premise of the show is like, was to make sure she doesn't find out. Like of all people, she can't find out. So once she finds out, you're like, where do you go from here? And season seven and eight were kind of a clusterfuck. Still good, but like not even. And I met what's his what's his name, John Patrick Flannery. And I asked him about that, and he was like, it was so weird to be doing something that like was already successful and like that people actually watch. So he said he was used to doing stuff that nobody like paid attention to or anything like so, the boondock saints <laughs> but that's that's coming out when is that coming out boondock saints three i think they they green lit it to start like filming and all that stuff i probably not till like 2023 2024 something like that but i, I can't wait i honestly don't the remember. second one was awful i don't remember a lot from all saints day but the first one is like a cult classic like that's oh yeah it's that was like before norman Reedus was anything i don't know if sean patrick flannery ever did anything and then that the dude with the beard does he die oh, yeah. in the first one or the second one? First. Think, does he die in the first one? Yeah. Willem Dafoe. That was like before Willem Dafoe was like huge. Oh, Willem Dafoe. You know his name is actually pronounced William Dafoe? Are you he being was, serious? He was on you? Conan and Conan was like, he played a clip of when he was in school and he pronounced it Dafoe. And I think he said that like half of his family pronounces it Dafoe, half pronounces it Dafoe. And he ended up going with, how long did you think it was William Defoe? Because uh, forever, while. I just assumed it was William, not Willem. Just like, uh, what's his face? Daniel Malloy. We thought it was Daniel. It's Daniel. Oh, yeah. What was he the governor of? He was uh, the governor Fred? of Connecticut for a few years. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel. D-A-N-N-E-L. I always thought when I saw like, welcome to Connecticut, like governor, and it was like on the sign. I always thought the, I thought the sign was misspelled. Daniel. All right. So I, that does that count as a rant for Dexter? 
Like I don't, I don't think I'm going to get like super upset, but that's legitimately pisses me off. I feel like you could, depending on how the next nine episodes shake out, you could. Well, if they, I I don't know, because I want to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. It was good, but it's just, it's different. It's not the same. We're not in Miami. I miss all those guys. I miss all those people. And it's like, some of the stuff was like, all right, you went 10 years without killing somebody. You just killed somebody. And now we're getting back into the cycle. If you're going to try and get caught, the cops are on your tail. You have some fucking bad guy who's hunting you down. But I hope they don't do it to where it's like, this is the end. He gets caught. He gets a real ending justice for the victims. Although if there was a real vigilante killer like Dexter out there, I'd be on his side 100% of the time. What like, if the show ends with Harrison killing him? I, you can't, I, I don't want him to die because I want more. Like he's 51. I think he's 50 right now or 51. Like I want to see like a 78 year old Dexter. Like, give me a hundred more seasons. Like, I don't know if this is officially like they wrote it. Like, all right, it's 10 episodes. We're done. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Is it going to be 10 I, episodes? It's over. Or are they leaving open I, for the potential for, it I to feel come like they probably went in with an idea of like, all right, we're just going to do 10 episodes. That'll be it. But we'll leave it probably open ended in case this does really well because I'm sure it's going to do well and Showtime's going to be like they wouldn't let them kill him off at the end. So, spoiler, obviously he's or the new Dexter's he's he's in it. He lived. Uh, it's he a didn't die. Boy. He didn't die in the hurricane. Yeah, do you imagine that? You look really old. But like I hope went back to the future. I hope this is because this is technically a new series because it's called Dexter New Blood. But it's I just consider it season nine. I hope maybe New Blood because he's going to train Harrison to be a killer. I would probably watch a show called Harrison where he's like, although he, why would he teach his kid to be a killer? Because he, he feels that he tried him. to he tried to raise his kid to not be what he is. So it's yeah, like, but maybe maybe his kid killed, and he wanted to talk to daddy about. It. I don't know. I don't I'm know, not a writer. The fuck you I, want don't, from I don't. I don't know if he knows who Dexter is because I don't think he does. Unless he somehow figured that out. Unless Hannah McKay was like, "Yeah, your dad's actually a fucking murderer." But like, if, if there was a know, real now, you know, if there was a real Dexter killing criminals. I, I I mean, I'd be on his side, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody would not be on his side. But there are people who say killing isn't wrong. People like you kill somebody, you get sentenced to death. They don't like that. Like, I would be all for Dexter killing a criminal who got off on something. Like, I would not care. Like, you 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 think it's a vigilante killer is good? Fuck yeah! It's not killing innocent people. So now, um, let me ask you a question: the person. The person that he killed in the first episode we already went through spoilers but was this did this person kill somebody like or did he yeah kill he like doesn't a... he doesn't just kill and for the entire series i think maybe he killed one or two innocent people by mistake well one was on purpose but he found out he did something of course because he, he's his girlfriend is a cop so he heard something then of course he found out it was true that that's why he killed the guy okay it was a weird. It was a weird thing. He sold him a gun, and he's out in the fucking the whole episode. He'd have like either these flashbacks, or maybe it was just like he'd do this multiple times, where he'd go out hunting, find this white deer, and never kill it. And then he goes up to it, and he's like petting it, and then the guy shoots the deer in his face, and then that's what causes him to to, yeah. to kill him. So he hits him with the gun, and then he ends up tying him up and killing him. So because he killed Bambi's mother. Bambi's albino mother. He was something like he didn't have to do that, but yeah, it was it was justified. He killed a guy who killed people, so it was fine. But now it's who knows where it's going to go from here. Uh, but I'm excited to see that, and I'm excited to hear about it. So where are we on Zoom? So many fucking windows. 
I don't remember what we're almost over two hours. So I feel like, oh, I don't want to exit Zoom. God, this is like our test episode was smoother than this shit is. God. So I sort of ranted. I feel like if you have any other topics, I'd like to do like an unusual death. So if you want to just pick a year and I'll find one from that year, just any random year. How far does it go back? Does it go back to like BC? All right, let's do 1986, year we were born. Oh, 1986. Let's see. What do we got? Year we were born. Let's go. Unusual deaths, guys. 1986. Literally nobody died. The only people who died were the people on the Challenger. By the way, uh, I'm obsessed with the Challenger. If you have ever watched that on Netflix, the documentary on it. No. So fascinated by it. Uh, 1986. Do we have anything from 1986? Somebody had to have died in 86. Oh, there's literally no unusual death in 86. So do you want before 86 or post 86? Let's go. What about the year Alex was born? Your brother. 90, 94. <laughs> that was kind of a test. What year is he born? <sighs> All right. We got one from 1994. Okay. I thought there were honestly thought there were way more than this. I have an article where like I'm not good at reading, but I'll have to do it because I have an entire website good at reading i wasn't educated well like you know reading in public when you have to like read in front of the class i was never good at that oh i always used to have to read ahead to make sure that i could actually pronounce all the words yeah me too but like there's a website that i've been reading on and off since like probably high school which is just like the worst of the worst articles of just people who are just terrible so that'll be a segment but then again i have to read so maybe i could like have a voice to text thing. We're just freezing for you. But 1994, Gloria Ramirez. Let's see. I don't know if these are any good. I'm just, I have not pre-read these. So it just says she actually has a Wikipedia page, which is the death of Gloria Ramirez. Gloria Ramirez, 31, died from kidney failure related to her cervical cancer. While treating her, several of the hospital staff became ill, suffering from loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, and muscle spasms. Shortly before dying, she was allegedly covered with an oily sheen, which smelled of fruit and garlic. When drawing her blood with a syringe, nurses noticed that it had a smell similar to ammonia and that there were unusual particles floating in it. What? So she was toxic? Giving off a poison? You picked like the weirdest one because I was expecting like man was hit by a car as he was doing like something like that. She died of kidney failure, but she was like. I feel like there needs to be like an investigation into this. You said she has her own Wikipedia page. Yeah, it's called take it to the Wikipedia page from Riverside, California. She was dubbed the toxic lady or the toxic woman. Sounds like a Marvel character. She was 31 years old. I'm like, what? When several hospital workers became ill after exposure to her blood, her body and blood. uh, She was admitted to the emergency department while suffering from a late stage cervical cancer. So the, yeah, right, we know that. Shortly after arriving at the hospital, Ramira died from complications related to cancer. The incident was initially considered to be a case of mass hysteria. An investigation by some laboratory proposed that Ramirez had uh, been self-administering dimethyl sulf- uh, sulfoxide as a treatment for pain. That's always good to self-medicate your shit. But she would fit right in with today. You know she would be taking ivermectin. She'd be drinking bleach. Oh my god! What hydro? How do you pronounce that word? Hydrochloroquine or whatever that shit was. Oh, hydrochloroquine. Yeah, that is. Oh, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, that one. So 
dimethyl sulfide or sulfoxide as a treatment for a pain, which converted into dime. This is like a science lesson. Great. And extremely poisonous and highly uh, contagious uh, via the chemical reactions in the emergency department. So she was administering shit to herself that caused people around her to get sick. So because she had, I'm just trying to like, so she had cervical cancer and to treat the pain that she was having, she was self-administering a drug that made her like toxic and poisonous is what we're saying. Yeah, basically. Oh, I don't want to say bitch deserved it, but you, you know. why wouldn't you like, I wonder if she tried to go and get like pain medication and like they wouldn't give it to her or it didn't work. And then she was, cause if you're in pain and chronic pain and you try shit, like, I, all right, I don't blame you. But if that's your first thing that you go to, or she went like the homeopathic, holistic, you know, take these herbal supplements. The Aaron Rodgers way. <laughs> it's the Aaron Rodgers method. That's, I love how I randomly tried to pick a year. Nobody. Then I randomly pick something else. The person has their own Wikipedia page. Yeah. The death of Gloria Ramirez. I wonder what she looked like. Is it weird that I always like look at these people who died to see what they like look like and maybe they were hot? Like, That's a little weird. Cause I'm a fucking pervert, but, uh, I mean, it's just normal middle-aged, middle-aged, middle-aged. 30, 31 is middle-aged. We're fucking old. I mean, <laughs> that's just, terrible. Yeah. The strange death of Lori Ramirez. Hmm, interesting. Wow. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I could inject myself with anything. Like if there was a pill, maybe. Uh, what you seem it? like the type of person that has trouble swallowing pills though, too. Sometimes. Cause I'll like, depending on the size, I'll like have to do the, multiple swallows where i'll be drinking the water but the pill won't go down yet but I, I i'm all right with with pills nine times out of ten i whatever type of pill i'm taking i take it with no water i just swallow it that's odd i need like because okay, it gets stuck in your throat and then it also you get the taste of the pill in your oh it's disgusting like taking adderall like dissolves on your tongue instantly and it's so gross oh it's gotta be like bitter tasting yeah so this theory that she died or whatever we were talking about was endorsed by the coroner's office and published in the forensic science international. It is still a matter of debate in the scientific community. So basically nobody fucking knows. Hey, if any of our listeners know anything about the death of lawyer Ramirez or like, how has this not been like an unsolved mysteries or something like that? Wow. I guess because we know how, uh, can you do that in unsolved mysteries? She's dead. We know how technically know how she died, but we don't know why she was so toxic. Or why other people became ill. I feel like that's a perfect unsolved mystery. Like, I, I don't know if anyone else, it doesn't seem like anyone else died. Uh, but it seems like other people did get sick from it. Yeah, they definitely got sick. Oh, somebody named Waller. Maybe it was Darren's dad. Or uh, who's Grayson, your boy Grayson Waller? <laughs> yeah, the county health department called in California Department of uh, Health and Human Services and they put Dr. Anna Maria Os- Orcio. And Kristen Waller on the case, they interviewed 34 hospital staff who had been working in the emergency room on February 19th using a standardized questionnaire. How do you have a standardized questionnaire for that? Uh, did you develop any, any toxic symptoms from some random person's oily skin? Do you glow in the dark at night? They found out that people who had developed severe symptoms such as loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, and muscle spasms tended to have certain things in common. People who had worked within two feet of Ramirez had handled her intravenous lines, uh, had been at high risk, but other factors correlated with severe symptoms did not appear to match the scenario in which fumes had been released. What did they like cut her open and like fumes popped out? That's insane. The survey found that those affected tended to be women rather than men. So they're sexist. 
and they all had normal blood tests after the exposure. They believe the hospital workers suffered from mass hysteria. I, I don't believe in mass hysteria. Like I get how you could like, if somebody starts freaking out, you might freak out, but like yep. to show symptoms. Like, I mean, that could be psychosomatic where you feel like you're having those symptoms. Well, every I time I, that. every time I feel a pain in my chest, I feel like this is the end. Like, am I going to die now? Is this it? Because once you reach 30, it's like, there's no turning back. Your life's over. After the exposure, she spent two weeks in intensive care with breathing problems. Somebody named almost like Gronkowski, Gorchinsky, developed hepatitis in their knees. Oh, and uh, something, necrosis in their knees. Like hepatitis in your, <laughs> hepatitis in your knee. It's like, how's that even possible? Riverside coroners contacted somebody, investigated the incidents. Yeah, basically, it's they basically don't know. I have to do some research on this. I'll, I'll do I'll do a book report because I'm really two, curious about this. Two months after she died, her badly decomposed body was released for an independent autopsy. They held onto the body that long and burial. Then, yeah, Jesus. Her organs were cross contaminated with fecal matter. Oh, that's a good way to uh, end this segment. And her body was too badly decomposed. April 20th, 10 weeks after her death, she was buried. Jesus. 10 wow. weeks. I'm glad I picked that year. Yeah, there are theories. Possible chemical explanation. Patrick M. Grant of Livermore Forensic Science Center is beginning to appear in basic forensic science textbook. Um, Maybe she's a biological weapon. It could have been. Yeah, so that's an interesting death. So there's like a whole page of this shit. I'm just going to keep I'm next time. I'm going to next week. I'll pick another random year. Like, oh, you have, you have to, we down. have to keep a list of who we've done, or at least re- you can remember if you hear a, a name that we've done, because there's not as many as I thought there were. And like, I forget what year our favorite one was fucking Armin Maiwis. Oh, Armin. But we did talk about that on the go pod in the first episode, because it was called the penis eater. God, like, Armin Maiwis, that was that 2001. How do we, I don't even know how to spell Armin. Like, I can't find it. A-R-M-I-N. Then where, why is it not on here? I can't find it. I'm going to look it up. Maybe it's not on this page, but I know Armin Maiwis. Armin Maiwis has his own Wikipedia page. I mean, yeah, he in- killed and ate a voluntary victim in 2001. So it was Jean- 2001, I was right. Jean Bergen Brandies. I'll never forget this one. <laughs> He like, jointly attempted to eat the victim's severed penis. I can't. It was with, uh, you said it best on the, the GoPod. It was like, he put the, what are the ingredients? Read that. Find that. Because he put like, he was like trying to cook the penis. Like legit. Oh, where is yeah, that? he tried to eat some of his own penis raw, but could not because it was too tough. And his, as he put it, chewy. Maiwis then fried the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic. Yep. He then fried it with some of Brandy's fat, but by then it was too burnt to be consumed. He then chopped the penis up into chunks and fed it to his dog. There is nothing worse than overcooking your penis. Like, I can speak from experience. That is the worst thing you can do. Uh, oh, my God. You must tenderize the penis before you before you cook it. Uh, I wonder what just... kind of wine, though. Was it red wine? Was it white wine? I feel it's like we've had that red. conversation before. I feel like we've definitely asked that question. I feel like what goes well with meat? Is it red wine? It depends on the type of meat. Like chicken, it'd be white wine. Some type of, you could I, do a red wine if it's like a steak. like a Penis is probably like a steak. Wine so I'd say it's probably yeah, like, it's got to be a wine reduction. Unbelievable. He could have gone butter and gone like a Bernays sauce. 
God, why am I talking about this? The fuck is wrong with us? I mean, whenever I've eaten penis, I just, you know, just go raw for it. But it, he's right. It is chewy. Very because you don't like ketchup. Put a little ketchup on your dog. Ketchup on a penis. Like putting ketchup on a steak. You just can't do it. You got to have nice steak sauce. I was going to say penis sauce, but that sounds gross. <laughs> uh, is that the way we're ending this podcast? I think that's the very the first episode it. with Armin Maiwis, who I believe is still in jail. I hope. So I think he got um, he convicted. Be. I think he got convicted of manslaughter at first, and then they they redid it. Like because the guy answered an ad and was willing to be murdered, which I don't know what kind of fucking uh, shit's going on in your life where you're answering like a Craigslist type ad of, to be Please murdered, kill me. to be murdered and then eaten. But um, so that is interesting. How can you convict him? It's just because the guy wanted to die doesn't mean you can kill him. So he was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to eight years and six months. And then in a retrial in 2006, he was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, that makes more sense. Even though he wanted to be eaten. Just because he wanted to be eaten doesn't mean you actually should kill how him. Do you, how do you not have like people scouring these websites? Like, oh, there's this post that we should probably flag. A guy's looking for somebody to murder. But like, it's interesting because he's a was a willing participant in his own murder. But like, yeah, that's kind of guy who would probably end up killing somebody I guess. again but yeah so i, I kind of like to be honest i like that part of the podcast way more than talking about wrestling that, that was like the best part so maybe we'll uh do more of that stuff we got to find like the weird maybe our podcast will just be weird shit this maybe that we, weird maybe, shit maybe we start off and end with random weird things and then get the sports and the wrestling in the middle well we, we should have started this podcast when trump was in office we would have had so much shit to talk about why we are four years five years way behind on this because yeah, there's still the plenty best, of time to catch up the weirdest shit i'm gonna start just like looking for stuff on tiktok and just writing down random shit i see because there was uh there's got to be something and no i only, I only gave you two of my my top favorite shows of all time so that means oh, next, yeah. week I, I can go, next week i can go further wait i thought we were supposed to do the top three I have a top five. How did we, how did we not get the third one though? Because it was the wire was one and Bra- and what well, Saul was two. Yeah. All right. How, what did we what were we doing that we just skipped third? We we segued into other things. I know that's what three, happens. Four, that's five. what happens on this podcast. We're we're gonna go on fucking tangents and shit. Never went to three, four, or five. But that's gonna keep you tuning in. I want people to guess what my other three favorite that's, shows. That's are. A, no. We we need now because it's gonna piss me off. I need to know what three is because we promised <laughs> one. We're not we're not a podcast of lies. You you used your fucking nickname is Empty Promises. You, you promised one, two, and three. We have to give them three. Remember that so, was a fantasy team name for me one year. Empty well, Promises. Because you were pretty bad at it. You were fucking, I mean, you were good at empty promises. Like, yeah, we'll go to the fucking uh, cafe or whatever. Nah, no, I'm good. So if Seinfeld's not three. No comedy. There's no comedies. I'm also not really a big comedy guy either. Although Charles in Charge is in my top. I mean, five. I love comedies. Don't get me wrong, but of my, my I'm really, shows of it's all weird. Time. I don't really enjoy comedy movies that much. I don't really watch a lot of comedies, which makes no sense because who doesn't like comedy? But I love comedy. I'm I'm way more for whatever reason. I think my wife who listens to true crime podcasts and things like that, I'm really into like cop shows and like the first 48 on A&E and I'm, I'm obsessed with. That's not my number three show of all time. Like I'm not into comedy that much. And Alex is like not really into action adventure. And I'm like, what the fuck? This I'm really is, into rom-coms. He'll say, yeah, he'll say that like, it's the same stuff in every action movie. It's like, okay, sure. But it's specific to the movie. And then it, that's also, who doesn't like a guy on the run trying to prove his innocence? Like that shit's awesome. But uh, no comedies. And is this nope. a show I've probably heard of? Yes. Because I got The Wire. It's a show you've heard of. You'll, you'll probably say it wouldn't, shouldn't be in top anything, but. Is it on network TV or like Showtime HBO? It was on network. It's no longer on. 
Is it like NYPD Blue? Oh, I used to love that show. That's not there. Yeah, you seem like an NYPD Blue kind of guy. I, I, was a big, I was big into Homicide Life on the Streets, too. Did you ever watch the show Conviction? No. It was like from Dick Wolf Wiener. Uh, the <laughs> one of the, my favorite family guy quotes ever. Could you change your name to Dick Wolf Wiener? It was like basically it showed the court system. It only lasted a year, but I like that show. Um, it was on network TV. Give me like a decade of the 2000s. I don't know why that I thought that would help. Oh, is it fucking 24? Yes, it is. Of course. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I remember. I that's another show. I this is how long ago I watched it. I rented that shit from Media Wave in Fairfield. The first season. I think I finished the first season because, like, this is the worst day of my life. Well, you know what? Fuck yourself, Jack. Every day is the worst day of my life. So I don't want to hear your bullshit. Your I worst... have rewatched that show probably four times every season. Is Kiefer Sutherland a dick bag, though? I can't remember if he's like a jackass or if he's like an okay guy. In real life, he, yeah. he strikes me as a douchebag. He was the Kiefer, voice... if you're listening and you're not, let me know. His, I think best, you're a his best work is uh, Phone Booth. Did you ever see that movie? Yes. With Colin Farrell? I think his best movie was uh, Time to Kill, where he was a... That's another segment I just thought of. KKK. Because I've I've never seen that movie. But I could just give you a list of movies that would piss people off that I've never seen. Watch that movie, please. Like, you don't know Chips Ahoy. You don't know SpongeBob. But, like, I've never seen The Godfather. Like, so stuff like that. Like, I've never watched that stuff. Like How no- have you still never seen The Godfather? That shit is so boring for me. Like the only mob type movie that I watched was Reservoir Dogs, I believe. With the is that the one with the colors for the people's names? It was the Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I hate you so much. And Michael Madsen, I think, was in it. I hate you so much. Like The Godfather, like that, like the video game to me is just the movie can't be as good as the video game. I even though it's you. literally based off of the movie. You you. But yeah. like the Godfather, just it, I, I did not care for it. It's just it's insist upon itself. Like it just I can't. I don't know if I could sit through it. That's but a do, good punishment for me if I lose something. Like I'll, I have to sit through the Godfather. You have to watch the entire trilogy. I, I hear that the third one is people say it's trash, but there are other people who say like there's nothing wrong with it. It's, like I know I know the second one is like it's not as good, but it's still like one of the best, supposedly the best movies. Uh, Godfather 2 is probably the best sequel of any movie ever. Uh, Terminator 2? Best sequels of any movie ever. Godfather 3, I'm in the camp of it wasn't great. Definitely did not hold up to 1 and 2, but it's not bad. I guess if you get to the third one of any trilogy, it's probably not going to hold up, especially when you're going up against two of the most acclaimed films. But like, it just that whole genre just doesn't appeal like i haven't watched the sopranos because that doesn't really appeal to me but i feel I've like never I would seen prob- the sopranos either i'd probably like the sopranos but like i already know how it ends and that pissed me off and i didn't even watch this entire series everyone knows how that ends just like how this podcast ends mid-sentence but that's that's it right what's today friday yeah i'll try to get this up we're, we're not gonna have a set schedule like every monday at release everyone like, like it'll just be whenever we have time to record it'll go up on uh, Spotify that day. I think I'm going to save the YouTube videos for like the following week so people are more likely to listen. Maybe you have like 72 hours. Like we posting it on Spotify and stuff Friday. Maybe then we post it on YouTube three days later. 
something like that. Cause I want people to listen to it. Cause it's like, not like we're going to make any money from this, but I, I would rather people like get the plays up on Spotify. Maybe it'll become more popular. And then we're just doing this because it's fun to have a video log of our stupid shit. I didn't make you laugh like last time with just one of my fans here. Fucking no. jackass. So and yeah. you know, de- depending on when we, when we record next week, Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out next Friday. I kind of want to go see that movie, but I'm, I can't wait to see it. Very lazy going to the movies. Like, I have not been to a movie theater since you, me, and Kate saw the Impractical Jokers movie right before the pandemic. I saw Bond. Like I was going to go see that alone because I have to see Bond, but I ended up going with Bobby. But usually it's like, I have no problem going to the movies by myself. I think it's more fun, especially if it's in the afternoon and nobody's there. But like I'm just lazy of actually getting my ass out the door to the movies. I wish I could stream it so I wouldn't have to go to the movies, but I can't not see Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is like my favorite. Because I mean, the previews they're showing. I don't. I know Bill Murray's going to be in it. I don't know if if Dan Aykroyd's also all, in it. All and, of them. Ernie are, Hudson is in it. Ernie it's, Hudson, Dan uh, Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver. R.I.P. Uh, Harold Ramis. He's not in it, unfortunately. He's. I think he appears in like pictures and archival well, footage isn't the, and things like isn't that. Isn't that whose family it is? Mm-hmm. So that at least that makes sense. Like he's dead, and then fucking uh, everybody Paul Rudd is in it. Everybody from the original is pretty much in it, except for Rick Moranis and Rick obviously Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. That's a whole, we could talk about that on a podcast. I was falling out with Bill Murray and all that shit. Oh, we have to talk about that next week because that breaks my heart. Still. I feel like this could be a very small sports podcast now. If we just have to come up with good entertainment topics because that's more, because I'll be honest, I wanted to kill myself when we were talking about sports. I was like, nobody's going to want to listen to this. This sucks. Until next week when we review Full Gear, baby. We already have Griff's football podcast. I feel like we could still, we're still, I mean, give us a hundred episodes to tweak and figure out exactly what we're doing. YWC, True Crime Unusual Death Podcast. That's sort of what our podcast is. There's no rhyme or reason to anything. It's not like we're going to go There's no rhyme or reason to us. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, wrestling, in that order. Like, who knows? You said said Adderall, so we're like the ADD of podcasts. We don't know what the fuck we're doing, where we're going. We're just all over the fucking place. You think I would dress up for this, but like, I don't care about anything. You can't dress up a pig. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing I, a- I thought about putting on a collared shirt, but I was like, eh, who cares? People who watch this are like Britain. Who wants well, this, to see- this, was, this was for work. I mean, this was work. Who wants to see my nipples, which you have to, episode 100, I'll show my nipples. All right. How about that? Let me, let me show a little bit more skin for you. See, that's th- these t-shirts are weird. Some of them will like go down like this, and like nobody wants to see this. The t-shirts like, are too tight, too, Billy. No, the t-shirts are too loose. Um, I don't know. I couldn't come up with a name. Bobby. But, uh, who? Bobby. Oh, sure. The t-shirts are too loose, Bobby. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So we know uh Phil listened, Britain listened, Randy listened, Bobby listened. So we got at least like four listeners. It said 15 people listened to our first episode. So if you listened and you're listening to this, thank you. Continue to listen. Maybe uh, blog about it. Maybe tumble about it. That's a Jake and Amir quote that nobody will understand. That's I like to be esoteric. You like that word? I just like recently discovered that that's a word that I, I enjoy because I like saying stuff that nobody knows. Like I'll be in a room of like 50 people and I'll say something that'll make Alex laugh and nobody else understands. Like that makes me laugh. So, like, if you could just, like, tweet, Instagram, uh, anything about our podcast to get to your followers, uh, 
one extra person who doesn't know us to listen to this would be perfect. Like, so, this, this is what I'm talking about. This is a Jewish goodbye. We can't ever stop recording. We need to just like stop. But there, were, I was talking to somebody who's like pretty popular on YouTube now. They got like their own clothing brand, big wrestling fan. He's like, yeah, I watched your videos growing up. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I not know this? I've been following you for a while. You've actually watched me. Besides, that makes me feel old. Growing he's, up. He's 24. So he was like, yeah, I used to watch it when I get home from school. And I was like, what? And then there was this girl. She's 17. And she was like, yeah, I was watching your videos back for like WrestleMania in New Orleans. And I was like, wait, you're 17 now or 17 then? She's like, I'm 17 now. So she was 14 watching our videos. And I was like, that is our videos were not appropriate for teenagers. Let <laughs> yeah, alone that's, teenage that's girls. not the right audience. But she was like, yeah, you guys were legendary. And I was like, how many people out there never like let us know? Like we could have people listen to this and like we never know about, which is crazy to me. But uh, yeah, so I think we're done. I don't know how long this ended up being because Zoom just records your time as soon as you we're start over two. Meeting. I think we're over two hours, actually. It says 226, but I don't know how long we were in the meeting beforehand trying to figure shit out. I think like 10 minutes. So but I think it's like two hours and 15 or so. I feel like that's that's it. That was our first episode, first real episode. And uh, if you have any suggestions, if you've listened this far, we're always looking for topics to talk about. Send us questions. We'll do a Q&A. We used to do those on the uh, Lorenzo Bros channel. Q&A would be nice for Ramey. Like, uh, why do you look like a penis? No, my microphone looks like a penis with this mic cover. Like, it's just it's a, a random penis. Just so out. I'm going to have mine, like, by the end of today. Because hopefully the audio came out better. Because I know last time I was talking like this. So if you've made it this far, tell me, does this sound better? Or has the regular podcast sound better? Like, how much louder is this? It's a lot louder. Sif- yeah, it's like, like, is it bad? I don't know. You tell me. It is kind of creepy. Yeah, a little bit. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions, uh, stuff you want us to talk about, rant about, any questions, anything, literally. And if you are listening, where, where are you from? How yeah, did you so, find us? So far, we're uh, just in America. But I know a couple of Australians who watched it on YouTube. So, yeah, just uh, reach out to us. Twitter, at Matt Lorenzo. Twitter, at Ramey Rants. Instagram, this, that, rant. Uh, yeah, so just spread the word for us. And uh, we'll see you at episode two. I almost said three because episode zero. So episode two will be uh, hopefully next week. Thanks for listening.